You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. On this episode of It's a Bit, we're joined by a recurring guest, Alexis Pearson. She's with ESPN Plus now, Bar Down Beauties, Minnesota Wild Radio. Fun interview with her. We're also going to do our bits of the week. And then the show, the segment we haven't done in a while, the two truths and a lie with weird news headlines. It's a, it's a good one. You're in store for, for some wacky ones today, but all of that and more on It's a Bit. This is the It's Bits podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. Burgeoning empire called 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast featuring boss man, wags, and journalist Jake. Journalist Jake's a bitch, motherfucker. Hey, you know those guys that do 10,000 Takes? They do some funny bits, right? They're good. They're funny dudes. Yeah. 10,000 Takes. You're hanging with the number one podcast in the Twin Cities. It's a bit with 10,000 Takes. Last name ever. First name greatest. Welcome back to It's a Bit, everybody. Your first listen of the Wednesday, a good way to kick off your Wednesday. God, we're doing smell insults again. At this point, they should just ship us a pallet of these fucking things because I don't think they're ever going to get old. No, correct me if I'm wrong. Don't we have something in the works? Is there not something that's supposed to be coming via sponsorship to us in the yes. future? Well, Billy's from Nova Scotia was supposed to send us some, but they're having some shipping issues with COVID. So and Canada's a fucking yeah, bitch Canada's to do anything of, yeah, right now. Customs yeah, and everything. Right. But uh, anyways... Just before we get into bit of the week, we got to tell you guys about the Buxton Bomber shirts. We you, you saw us wearing them on Saturday at the Twins game. They're sweet. They actually turned out really great. Uh, Buxton has been confirmed hitting bombs, so there's probably not a better time to buy it. AL Player of the Week. I think he had like what? Did he have five homers like the last week? He's just guys, going, he's, guys going off. He's I think been yeah, averaging I think, one a game. Yeah, I think last six games he has like six mm. home runs. Like yeah. unreal. Yeah. So if you like the Buxton Bomber company design that we uh, that we made courtesy of marlo and his incredible artistic skills uh just go to 10ktakesmn.com slash shop get them for the next two weeks before they're gone forever i love the note and then the notes we have here perfect timing with him being ao player of the week must have inspired him oh yeah i think yeah we, yeah that's right i forgot to mention that part we inspired it he was like oh for like 33 yeah. a little bit ago and we're like we're gonna dr- screw it oh. we were waiting for like a big moment to drop the shirts we're like screw it we're gonna drop them anyways he and now could not boom. have made it any easier for we us. were so excited to drop the shirt or when we came up with the design because he was doing so well then he got injured and people were pissed at him again for being injured and then he wasn't doing well over 20 or something like that and 20 at bats and then we're like we got to just fucking release it and as soon as we released it he just went off so there's something to it we need to release more shirts and maybe one we'll win a championship in this state Maybe if we release a shirt that says, you know how guys do tattoos? Let's say like 2022 NBA Finals champion, or there was a guy who did the Calgary Flames logo, 2022 Stanley Cup champions. Maybe we need to just risk a bunch of money on shirts and basically speak it into existence. Yeah. And some then, sort of magical thing going well, on. Well, and then when the team eventually loses, we can just ship them off to Africa instead like, of the yeah, NBA correct. doing it, instead of the NHL right. doing it. We'll, say, we'll save them the shipping costs. Exactly. We'll be yeah. charitable. But yeah. yeah, like we said, these shirts are only available till next Sunday. What is next Sunday? The 19th? Sunday. Dude, Sunday. June is Sunday. Sunday. halfway Sunday. through fucking June. It's June 15th. Doesn't it feel like summer is like, <laughs> like, like, like skipping by right now? It's, it's crazy. It's so bad. I'm trying to sit and appreciate it, but uh, today, Monday, it's fuck, or Tuesday, it's hot as shit outside. He advisory 
thank God I don't have to work from outside of outside of home. If you missed last week's episode about working in an office, listen to us pitch about that for an hour. But uh, yeah, heat advisory. But anyways, uh, the shirts are only available until Sunday the 19th. So get the bomber, the Bucks and Bomb Co. shirts now on 10ktakesmn.com before they're gone forever. And we now have stickers on the website. Is that it? What, what is that? Go get yourself a sticker. Yeah. A sticker. Remember that? He's running a tampon on his face. <laughs> yeah. Kid from Vine. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I do. Vine Vine was so, I know, so I amazing. It. I miss it so much. I wish I, I don't, I didn't ever understand why they got rid of Vine. I just Twitter money. bought it and then like just shut it, it down. Twitter like, likes to I, suck at stuff, so I, I'm not surprised. It, yeah. It's true. Well, run by Elon Musk. We'll see what happens now. But uh, I, they should bring back Vine. Dude, and we got a DCM8 or whatever again on our Twitter account. Mm-hmm. So, I think uh, we're, we're one suspension away from another uh, – or one strike, de- away. strike away from oh. another suspension. And it's literally because of Celine Dion. Yes. Dion's music. No one else is – we no, could probably use yeah. every other song in the planet, but it's Celine Dion that's fucking us over. We're walking on a tightrope right now for sure with yeah. our Twitter account. Yeah, so follow the backup just in case. <laughs> yeah, if, and, uh, I purged the account. I deleted everything I possibly could. But you never fucking know these days. It could be another artist that comes after us. You know, someone could follow suit Celine Dion, that cold-hearted bitch. Someone could start sifting through our podcast, and something we say now could be copyrighted. Yeah, trademarked yeah. by someone. Trademarked the, these shirts to cover up the shirts. <laughs> yeah, right. So uh, I got I got Circus Sports on me. I got to cover that oh, up. Oh gosh, Circus Sports has come after you with the DMCA. Well, they it's, told me they love me on Twitter. So it's there coming. we go. They're our official sports book in Vegas. Yes. Correct. Uh, yes. <laughs> unofficial. Actually, unofficial. 10K they Vegas. Tweet, they tweeted at me once and we stayed across the street from them. Uh, dude, we li- when we went to Vegas, we lived we lived in Circa, dude. Th- without we, paying the Circa price. Mm-hmm. There we Thrifty. Exactly. Thanks to the D. Thanks to the dick. Uh, the <laughs> mean, the dick. dick. I mean, the dick. dick. I mean, the dick. I mean, the dick. Oh, it's Fremont. I screwed that one up. But uh, anyways, let's get on to bit of the week. Your favorite segment. Uh, we think everything in life's a bit. So we come up with our... Our bits of the week, something relevant to what's going on in our lives. We'll start with you, journalist Jake. What do you got for a bit? Uh, I have the ga- game day giveaway swindle bit. Uh, it's usually, you know, where you typically get a free item, usually a promo uh, item for a sporting event, um, where you get some said item. Where it's usually sometimes shitty quality, sometimes good quality. In particular, we went to the Twins game this past Saturday for Margaritaville Day. Um, unfortunately, no margaritas for us. I wish that was part of the package, but unfortunately not. But we got a cool ass margarita hawaiian themed hat with a parrot on it and it was pretty it's pretty dope and we were we were having a field day with them um we loved them we were like kids going to the game and uh but what what kind of was annoying and we were saying before the game i swear to god like if people are coming up to us asking where to get the hats or whatever or if they could buy the hat or if they can buy the hat like it's going to be annoying because it they they do promote this on the twins websites and it's obviously an exclusive promo thing when i've grown up and i've seen that i'll sometimes be like oh shit i wish i could have got that but i know it's obviously a promo item i'm not going to sit there and bitch about it people but I was probably asked personally, personally, like four or five times at the Twins game. I want to buy that hat off of you, or where did you get that hat? I also saw like a lot of females walking up to you and other people with the hats and saying, "Hey, can I get your hat?" Please? You know, just trying to be cute and yeah, trying to like, get that. No, hat. no, not gonna work. I, I don't give a shit how hot you are. <laughs> you are not getting this hat off of me. It. I made it into a cowboy hat style thing from a sun hat ordeal like it was and it's a cool ass hat and fortunately i did not lose that hat well, even though i lost a few other things on saturday and let's talk about <laughs> how you mentioned it you know some of these i've been there for some of these giveaway ticket price things and they've been terrible items like the stocking hats that the twins usually do are really thin and the logo is shittily stitched on 
This was a very high quality hat. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's one of those bucket hats, right? That's the style, you know. It's bucket. like a protects yeah. your face from the sun. It's got a, it's kind of a baby blue, kind of a, almost a throwback mm-hmm. twins baby blue. There's a little parrot on the twins logo. This is a great hat to get drunk or high in, or both. Uh, so going forward, this will be the hat of choice. But the, specifically, why I was laughing so hard during that was for whatever reason, it flashed in my mind on Saturday. So Wags ordered a. Uh, combo of chicken strips and fries in which comes in a twins helmet right did you lose yeah. a helmet by the way is it in here no, oh, no, no, no. so that was from a really long time okay. ago but yes it's one of those batter helmets and then jake was fucking wearing it the rest of the day i wore it the rest uh, of the did, day did you lose he, it or did you bring it back? i think i lost it at oh no he looked, oh. i'm pretty sure i he, lost it at maynard's <laughs> he looked like a little kid because he had it on backwards, he couldn't see any of his hair, and it was just oh. I mean, if you saw any of the videos we posted from Saturday, you'll see Jake looking like an absolute moron wearing the hat. First, it's sixteen dollars for that thing. By the way, it was filled with chicken, the largest chicken tender I've ever seen in my whole life, and just the grossest fries ever. But so obviously, when I'm done done eating it, and I actually threw away most of the fries because they were so bad, I was like, hey Jake, if I if I go to the sink and wash this out, will you drink it? He's like, yeah, hell yeah. So yeah. yeah, so I go and I yeah, I wash out the fucking hat and I give it to him. And I didn't even do that great of a job. And he just kind of like peeks out. He's like, okay. And he just throws it, it was, right out his head. It was still a little greasy because <laughs> like I could feel like when I woke up like Sunday morning Aww. that like I could feel like some that's my a, hair was like had salt in it. That's a fat guy move. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I Wake, Waking up with chicken tender grease and french fry salt in your fucking you're, hair. You're lucky you didn't break out everywhere. I know. I was I was literally I looked like a kid though cuz I was also wearing my, you know, the bucket hat and it had like, you know, that strap or adjuster that goes around your chin, but I would just threw it on like my back and it was like the the rope was around my neck and I I had that bucket hat or the the baseball helmet hat backwards and I was just, I I can't believe I wore I I was expecting myself to get rid of it after the game or give it back to you. No, I just kept wearing it. I forgot I had it on. And then I just, just kept wearing it. And then just the view of Jake doing let's get sexy in a random section wearing this fucking hat. I cannot imagine the it's people fucking, staring at me. Oh my god. Just look seeing this guy. I just I want to get transcripts of the conversations of the people around you. Well, and you, you had some questionable actions later that night at Maynard's. I remember when I arrived at Maynard's you were like, "Yeah, I lost my uh, I lost my debit card, but I still got my credit card." Let's go get drinks quick. As we're getting drinks, you drop the credit card in between the little slits of the dock, and then you lose it forever. And that happened to both of your cards? Well, no. So what happened was I just simply left the debit card at, with the waiter, waitress or whatever, and I just forgot. I went over there. Fortunately, well, I didn't go looking for that until I had lost my credit card through the cracks. <laughs> and what happened was is they just handed me the receipt, and I, I picked it up really quick, and then it flew down on the deck and just went right through, and I didn't know where it was. I was a little drunk, too, and I was asking. You were very drunk. Why <laughs> you say a little <laughs> drunk? Because that's the bit. hammered. That's the bit. Well, and you were in the hat still, right? I was point? still wearing yeah. the hat. Well, and the best somewhere. part, you know, there's 30 people in line. Of course, Jake drops it right at the front of the line after paying. So, like, people are, like, having to walk around Jake to order drinks because Jake of course, is not going to give it up. He was there for about 15 minutes trying to fish it out. I think someone gave him a rubber band so, and some tape. Yeah, I went up I went up to the front of the restaurant where the waitress had my debit card, fortunately. Otherwise, I would have been screwed. I mean, I had some cash on me, but, you know. You, oh, we're, God we're forbid 2022. You, you can't keep drinking the rest uh, of the night. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it actually would have been for, probably for the best. But I, I told them I lost the card under the deck, and they just gave me – they broke a rubber band and attached a little piece of scotch tape to the end of it. And I tried fishing it out. I'm like, this is not – for like fifteen work. minutes. If I actually had like a longer string with some gum, I maybe could have pulled it off, but I that wasn't happening. Or maybe if MacGyver was in yeah. Minnetonka at the time, 
yeah. Maynard's, he could have helped you out of that one. But. Do, 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 Dude, so literally, I remember I showed up to Maynard's. You were looking for your debit card. Then you spent like 40 minutes with the credit card situation. Then after that, you spent about an hour on the phone with your fucking bank. Yeah, I know. It was bad. You're I'm trying to confirm. cancel the credit card that no one's going to find? Well, no, I confirmed, got it canceled. I, I easily turned it off from the app. Uh, and But I, I got a new credit card on the way somehow. So... Okay. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was just quite the good. experience. Good times. Saturday good times. Night. I think this is going to carry over to Wags's bit. So I'll let Wags go next. Yeah, mine's the obnoxious fan bit. As uh, as you could hear for earlier, um, JJ was down in the crowd just yelling obnoxious shit like always. And you see it at every sporting event, right? There's always just the most obnoxious people yelling at the players, yelling at the fans, or whatever. And of course, this person happened to be our very own JJ last Saturday because. As he liked to say, he's a little drunk. He was very, very drunk. drunk. He was very, very drunk last Saturday. So what he started doing was we were at the Grey Duck um, bar. You know how it overlooks the home run porch? Well, we're just like staring, looking over five, six hundred people, however many people are sitting there. And there's this like big guy who obviously probably reminds Jake a little bit of Bubba, who's like dancing and having a great time. So Jake's like, hey. You're a baseball guy, aren't you? And the guy's like, hell, and they start having a conversation. He's like, you're a dance guy, aren't you? And the guy's like, you fucking know it. I'm like, Jake, ask if he's a porn guy. And Jake goes <laughs> in front of 600 people. Oh, yeah, I did. Hey, are you a porn guy? You're a porn guy, aren't you? And, like, there's children staring at us. There's people all over the place. And I was just like, oh, my Jake, I didn't think you were actually going to fucking say it. But Oh, you should always trust Jake. Yeah, say especially it. when there's alcohol flowing through those veins. Oh, gosh, yeah. Do you remember guy. that? Yes. <laughs> no, I, I didn't remember. I actually forgot about that. But I, I did just flat out just yell it. On those left field bleachers part of Target Field, just kids down there and everything. And I'm just yelling, are you a porn guy? And Jake, I, honestly, by the time we're in our 40s, I'm convinced Jake's going to be banned from every stadium. But particularly Target Field as well, after the game, I remember J.J. was going up to children, shaking their hands and saying he's Kirk Cousins. And he, I think he spilled his drink on I spilled a, a I spilled. I, I spilled my drink on a kid. I, I have the video. Of it. Oh I have the – thank you for reminding me. I took a video. Okay, so that's a crime, right? Like you can't pour alcohol on children. Well, so dude, Jake I – Jake walked up to the kid and he was he's trying to shake his hand and the kid looked really uncomfortable. This is like oh, a 14, 14 yeah. 15-year-old, right? He looked really uncomfortable. Eventually, he goes to shake Jake's hand. And as you shake his hand, you dump your drink on him. Well, yeah, I think I was shaking it and like I did not realize I still had that much of a drink in my hand. And it like spilled on him. Jake's, I think on his you're hand. an absolute menace to society. I will oh be kicked gosh. out of all 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 sporting event venues uh, in Minnesota because I will eventually probably rush the field. That's just that's the step I haven't taken yet at uh, sporting. Well, events. Yeah, if you're gonna do it, do it, do it in style, like uh, rushing yeah. the field. I've done everything. I've done everything except for rushing the field at this point. I feel like at sporting events. Oh gosh. So so here's the video. So, oh gosh. He refuses Jake, to shake your hand. Yeah, the kid didn't want to shake. Is that his dad behind him, too? <laughs> him oh, so I no. leaned in. <laughs> I leaned in to, like, grab both of his hands, but I did not realize, like, I had a drink in this dude, left the hand. Dad, you, the forgot, dad, you forgot oh, what was in your other hand? Dude, yeah, the dad starts like pushing that. his son away from Jake afterwards. <laughs> oh my He's God. like, this guy's just a drunk menace. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, Jake, you, this, this is why people are afraid to take their kids to Minneapolis. Because yeah. of the obnoxious fan bit, which you lived out to full force last I, Saturday. I I had dealt with those fans when I was a kid um, at sporting events, particularly specifically Twins games, and now I have become one of those fans. <laughs> you are that guy now. I am that guy. That oh. drunk guy. I'm the drunk guy. Good lord. Oh, gosh. That was the funniest thing, too. Saturday, people were I, it was my birthday Saturday, and I was like, I even said it in the morning, I'm like, Jake's going to get drunker than anybody in the group. Yeah. It was true. It's true. It's true. It happened. It it. Yeah, it's in the past. Uh, no, no calls from the police yet. No, uh, I guess Zane has criminal evidence. 
Like you probably you probably want to destroy that phone now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Jake, we'll settle up later with the paycheck and all the way to the You yeah. might want to blackmail. Be you're a black good business me. move here. It's but... the blackmail bit. Yeah, okay. that's a great bit. Another bit. Great bit. Unless you're the one getting blackmailed, not oh, a good bit. Man. But, um, so my bit is the uh, fuck ESPN bit. Uh, we're back on the fuck ESPN train. Uh, they continue to be frauds. They posted a throwback tweet. Of a cup snake from last summer. You'd be like, oh, that was yours, right? They wrote the article and everything. No, this was the Cubs cup snake. They said a year ago, we witnessed one of the longest and most expensive beer snakes of all time. It went from like the fourth row of uh, of Wrigley to like maybe like the last row of a single section. It was nothing compared to what we did with the Saints, let alone the with, first time with the Wild. So I just can't believe, you know, such a reputable journalism source uh, would discredit our cup snake and throw in the Cubs cup snake after we had done it at CHS field, let alone the fact that they put the time and effort into writing an article about ours. It's not adding up. Well, dude, like uh, when was our Saints cup snake? That was, that was July 1st, 2021. Uh, sorry. Our second one, the one that we just May. had May, May 20 something. Yeah. May 20 something. We, we yeah. built a larger cup snake back in May. That was larger than the one that they were showing. And we didn't say shit about us. Right. Like it's, we're what? It's bias because they're just their ESPN. They cover everything Yankees, Boston, and then they have a boner for Wrigley Field and the Cubs. Like they literally, I know they've been doing cup snakes, you know, historically uh, maybe a little longer, but we've we've already like blown that record out of the water three times. So like they need to like get their head out of their asses. And I think, yeah, I, I'm still upset about them that they didn't bring College Game Day to Penn State uh, in like week seven in 2019. So fuck them. <laughs> You really hold on to a grudge. That is what inspired College Game Morning, though. Yeah, it uh, it was. Our parody show of that. So, Mm -hmm. you know what, Jake? When one door closes, another one opens. I I guess, but they went to Alabama. They've been to Alabama a hundred million times. I just, yeah, I just don't get why they decide to show that one. They actually even showed our wild one on Get Up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is footage that they have now in their bank, and they don't post that one they in the post, archive they post the smaller one at wrigley it's 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 because they're a big market team. i was gonna say big market bias that's what we got to deal God with here in minnesota it. espn worldwide leader in sports more like worldwide leader in sh- sports leader in chicago oh sunday night baseball on espn too it's like that's not a thing mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what's a thing sunday night football everyone around the country knows that's a thing you want to know it's not a thing sunday night baseball i don't want to watch the the mets play the fucking Boston Red Sox for the twentieth time this season. Sunday night, shut shut up. I hate when they try to make something a thing when it's clearly not. Like in the NHL, when they used to be NBC, they did Wednesday night rivalry night, and half the yeah. half the games wouldn't even be rivalry. No, games. they just <laughs> yeah. call it a rivalry night. God, I hate. You know, I like I said, it's cool that ESPN wrote the article about us, like about the Saints one. But I'm just surprised that the Cubs one was the first one they rushed to. Mm-hmm. They said like a hundred feet. Oh, we. <laughs> Literally, you had 109 feet or 107 feet last year, and then 120 feet this year at a at the Saints game. So. And how long was the fucking wild one? It was like 170 feet. All I know is it like was a that. world record. Is all yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. Some, some some crazy thing. So you have three cup snakes that beat out these drunken, stupid fans in Wrigley that couldn't even. You know, you guys are you guys are sold out every game, and you can't even get by 100 feet. I actually feel sorry for you guys. I just, oh. I'll just never understand it, but. Uh, Folks, that was bit of the week. Let's just take a quick break, and then we'll get to our interview with Alexis Pearson. Hey, everybody. It's a Bit is presented by the Better Edge app. If you don't know what the Better Edge app is, 
It is a legal online sports betting marketplace that allows you to post and engage with other sports betting fans like ourselves. It's like Twitter built into a into a, a betting platform. You can talk about all your bets, sports. You can place no commission positions in an online marketplace. There's no fees. They're not going to collect any of it. All the winnings go back to the to the winner, actually, unless you know you lose, then you don't get it back. Oh, <laughs> Is that lose. how that works? Yeah, yeah. it's like it's yeah. like we don't want to talk about that. You could lose. Yeah, you could lose, but you could also win. Could also win. Yeah, very lucrative. Winning. Um, you compete in direct head-to-head challenges with horrible betters like Jake because yeah, I don't think he's hit a bet in a month. Maybe like one. Him and Marlo too. Well, Marlo's apparently been hot on soccer, yeah. so we're gonna let him just oh. do that on his own. I, I should con- connect with him on soccer to help. Yeah. You. Turn this thing around. You can compete in public or private betting competitions. They're actually running one right now for the Stanley Cup. So because the game is tonight, make sure to enter the competition before I'd say Wednesday afternoon slash nightish. Because uh, they're what they're doing is they're giving away a hundred dollars to anyone who can get the most edge coins through the Stanley Cup. So edge coins are just like this little fake currency that they have built into it. And so you don't even have to put in any of your real no, money. You right? just, yeah, whoever can turn around the most edge coins, obviously you got to be smart with what you're betting on, what odds you're getting and everything, but you can win up to $100 in your better like edge account. $300. Just, is it 300 I think it's you're looking 300 right now? I'm looking at it. I okay, yeah, 300 bucks For the Stanley Cup, free entry. So that's what's cool. They do those private betting competitions, and you can just buy or sell positions that just spread over under money line at current market prices. So if you want to sign up, just go to betteredge.com. Use promo code 10K. That's 10K. You get 20 bucks when you verify your ID. Once again, that's B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E.com. Promo code 10K. Get that free 20 bucks. You don't even have to spend it right now. You could just enter in that contest for free and just do that. Then use that twenty bucks later. I don't know. It's it's your twenty dollars. I'm not going to tell you what to do with it. So or we could. Thank you to Better Edge. Yeah. Now here's Alexis Pearson. All right, everybody, welcome back to It's a Bit. Special guest with us, recurring guest of the show. We got Alexis Pearson. She's a broadcaster on the PHF of the PHF on ESPN Plus. She has Wild Radio Network. She's the co-host of the Bar Down Beauties podcast. President of the Marcus Foligno Fan Club, and now the number one Timberwolves fan. Alexis, would you still say? You're the number one Timberwolves fan, despite their recent results. Yes, I am. Um, because if there's one thing you need to know about me when it comes to sports, I'm a ride or die. doesn't matter how many times you hurt me. doesn't matter how many times you lose. I'll come back looking for those wins. And the Wolves had a lot of them this season. I do believe people were coming at me saying I was a bandwagon fan towards the end of the season. Um, but if you go back in my tweets and look at the beginning of the season, I tweeted literally day one. I said, I am going to become the Wolves biggest fan this season confirmed. And sure enough, they went on to have one of their best seasons in a very long time. Not a bandwagon fan. Um, I'm just really smart and know when to know when to get into the flow of things. And that just so happened to be this season. I actually had to remove pro wave from my bio to add number one twi- uh, Timberwolves fan. So that's how you know I'm dedicated because I also love the wave. And I had to take that out to let everybody know I love the Timberwolves. So that's where we're at. Well, you, you didn't. Uh, you by doing so, you know, you didn't. You're not just saying that you're the number one twi- 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 <laughs> Timberwolves fan. You could be. You declared it. So no one else can take right. that title from you ever. Exactly. It is self-declared per me, number one Wolves fan. And I don't care what anybody else says. I, sorry, not sorry to everyone who's been suffering for the last 20 years. I just decided now that I'm the number one fan and that's how it's going to be. So, uh, you know, I, I truly believe there can also be more than one number one fan. The Wolves need a lot of them right now. We're trying to get back in the swing of things. So uh, the more the merrier. And I am confirmed one of them as of this season. Can you tell us why you're such a fan of the wave? It seems like it's one of the most hated <laughs> things in sports, yet... Every single day on Twitter, I see you advocating for it. So why do you love it so much? 
Well, first of all, I'm advocating for it so much because so many people are coming at me on a daily basis <laughs> saying how much it sucks. So I have to defend myself. Um, second of all, listen, name a bad time you've had when the wave's been going on. If the wave is happening, everybody's vibing. Life is good when the wave is happening. Usually that means your team is doing well. So you have time to do the wave. It means everyone's into the game. It means there's enough people in a stadium to do the wave. So tell me what's so bad about the wave. And it gives you a little bit of exercise. It's like a win, 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 win. So the haters will keep on hating. That's fine with me. I'm going to love the wave until the end of time. And I will always try to start it in when I'm in attendance somewhere, whether people I'm with like it or not. So that's that's that on that. That's Jake. You can get behind that with Let's Get Sexy. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. A lot of people don't like that. A lot of people don't oh, like no. it. Um, I was going to say, I was going to say, I could even, I could point out the people who would not like Let's Get Sexy or The Wave. It'd be the, that jackass who told me to shut up at the wild game back in October. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that usher that apparently told us to stop swearing. There are women and children here, in his yeah. words. Um, even though there was people swearing all around us, it was a play, people, it was a playoff game. We yeah. were pretty hyped, and we got we got yelled at pretty good by the be. usher. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I was saying to say that's why Minnesota people were complaining about the atmosphere in there. I completely blame the ushers. Yeah. yeah. totally trying to kill the vibe and that's just unacceptable it's kind of like when we did the first cup snake at the uh twins game what was that a year ago now Mm -hmm. and like the ushers were like in on it they're like we gotta stop this we're like come on let us have some fun like who's it hurting putting us putting a bunch of beer cups together do you remember they shut down the taps by our section (laughs) like how ridiculous (laughs) is that all the way around the stadium (laughs) yeah someone had inside information it's like you're really just gonna really like shut out shut down our fun like it's plastic (laughs) cups Right. It's gonna yeah. hurt. It's gonna, gonna kill anybody. But no. Well, the but, funny thing is, too, is is uh, they were the first ones to shut it down, and now we've done one with almost every other team. So like, yeah, we see, got the that's last what happens when you one. when you shut fun down. The fun will go somewhere else, and and that's what 10K did. And kudos to you guys for taking the fun elsewhere and and bringing snake cups to every venue in Minnesota. Oh, right. it's gonna happen. We gotta bring it to. Well, we brought it to the XL. It's, U.S. Bank is next, right? U.S. Bank has to be next. I yeah. think we could get in there for like a, a preseason game because yes. they don't sell out the, too much there. Oh, I think we no, get a lot of people there. We've been we went to the preseason game last August. Do you remember how everyone was just taking the programs and making paper mm-hmm. airplanes out of them? <laughs> and it was absolute chaos. It was like a blizzard in the stadium from all the paper airplane programs. So if they can allow that, and then, oh, well, they, yeah. I'm not sure if they preferred to allow that, but uh, <laughs> they should at least let us do cups. It's way less way less dangerous. Well, and with the cups, money is being spent at U.S. Bank Stadium. So they should be promoting that. They should be wanting people to come drink beer and pool all their cups together to make a cup snake. It's literally getting them money. I mean, that paper airplanes are not getting money from that. They're getting money from you guys drinking an exorbitant amount of beer. So everybody should want that to happen at their at their stadium. I think especially during preseason football games, because they it's still you know, four games, well, three games now for them to make income and profit uh, before mm-hmm. the regular season, but they probably do struggle getting people in the door. What's not better than making it like a minor league baseball game, like the Saints, yeah. and making some sort of marketing, like marketing schemes and promo nights for the preseason games, like doing a cup snake, uh, take your dog to U.S. Bank Stadium Day? <laughs> that would actually be a shit show. It would. Football fans <laughs> well, they, their dogs. They, I love the Saints, but they did uh, They did take your dog to the Saints game on one Saturday, and I remember a lot of the dogs were just fucking attacking each other. <laughs> you just hear, oh. yeah. like you just hear it randomly. All these breeds the just not mixing well together. It's like, this. Just how do they keep doing this? They keep doing these kind of days like this. I, so maybe not a dog day at U.S. Bank Stadium, yeah. but we need. We could do a, a, a sanctioned, a, sh- a, saint, a shank, a, a sanctioned <laughs> wave at a Vikings yes. preseason game as well. Yeah, we should do that. I I mean, 
the wave should be happening everywhere. Cup snake should be happening everywhere. Jake, you know where else we should do it is at Huntington Bank Stadium during yes. um, football season for the Gophers. I know you're going to be there. I'll be there. So I'll be on board whatever day you choose. So we can make that happen, right? Yeah. And I know like uh, Boss Man and Wags here both got season tickets. Yeah. They're officially. That's uh, right. Yeah. Welcome aboard, gentlemen. They're yeah. officially, it's great to be here. They're officially, go, officially Gopher fans all around, including hockey. Oh, okay. um, I don't know about that there, <laughs> but no, no. everything oh. with hockey, Jake, you know the rules. Well, you're, I don't know. You're wearing maroon and gold. I, last I saw, the Minnesota logo doesn't just resort to football. Yeah, I got a mm. North Dakota right here. Well, then I don't know what to tell you. Okay. But we should do a cup snake for that. That'd well, here's be an idea. We do a cup snake at the tailgate, and then we do another cup snake inside. You know how cool it would be to do a cup snake? You know, like the lot we always tailgate in, to do it like a full circle around the entire tailgate? You think that's possible? How long do you think that would be? Ooh, how man. many feet? That would break. That would shatter the record at the at the wild game. See, the record was what a hundred something, one hundred seventy or so feet. Okay, I think we'd break that. And and like those lots are packed. Like but here's the thing: yeah. is everyone bringing? I feel like a lot of people are aren't bringing disposable cups. A lot of people just bring reusable cups of those. Oh, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah, yeah. There's some people with the red solos and stuff like that. You just have to find enough people, I guess, to to do that. But I, I know that the people that tailgate in like those lots would yeah. be a hundred. Hundred percent willing to oh for sure do that. Imagine it around the entire lot, but ESPN would still cover uh, Wrigley's uh, one hundred <laughs> foot cup snake. Yeah, Fuck them. yeah, just yeah, because you guys it's fucking seem Chicago. Happy about that on Twitter yesterday. Oh, we talked about it in the bit of the week segment, the beginning of this episode. <laughs> this will be the second time people have heard heard us do that. And I was going to say now that you're that you work for ESPN, you need to tell yeah. them, you need to give them this feedback. Like, listen, like, you pissed off the guys in Minnesota. Yeah. Fight for us over here. Like, come on. I, yeah, <laughs> I got you guys. I'll put it. I'll send an angry email. There we uh, go. Yeah. But respectful email. Yeah, okay. to the CEO. With no one else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the CEO of Disney can get that. Yeah. He can be CC'd <laughs> on it. Well, hey, how how was broadcasting for the PHF and working for ESPN? What was that experience like? Um, it was, it was fun. It was very like unique and like weird in the best way possible. Like weird as I mean, like a new experience in my life where I was like, oh my gosh, cause all season we were broadcasting on ESPN plus. And then when we did the, um, championship game and the playoffs that was on ESPN two. So that was what like really caught everybody's attention. Cause that's like a step up from ESPN plus and the amount of like tweets and texts I got and like, I got it from the expected people, you know, like my close friends, my close family members, yada, yada, yada. But then there was people I hadn't heard from in literally years. Like, oh, I was just flipping through the channel. I didn't know you're on ESPN. I'm like, you're watching this game right now. Like, I would have never expected that. So it was really cool because that's like, that's the goal with this league. We're still working hard to get eyes on this league and get them the attention they deserve and get them on TV channels that more people can watch and more people have access to. So just to know how many people texted me. I can't imagine how many people texted the players, the coaches, all these other people who were involved, um, who probably got twice as many text messages as I did. Um, it was, it was really, really cool. It was a lot of fun. Um, the people I worked with were awesome. Um, the guy that I broadcasted most of the games with, he's the play-by-play announcer for the, um, Panthers, um, for their TV. So he's very good at what he does. I learned a lot from him over that weekend and it was a lot of fun to work with somebody who's been in the business for a long time. So, um, yeah, it was, very cool looking forward to see what they string together next season and what steps we're able to take um to to move forward in that league well i was gonna say to it going back to how you said like you had friends that found you on there and how there's a lot of people watching it was awesome that it was on it was at like on noon at like saturday right it was yeah, which yep. is great because you know normally 
you could expect, you know, other sports to get bounced to like the the other channels and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it got like primetime coverage, like I remember, yeah, we we had it on on one of the TVs in the yeah. house. It was just it was cool that you know you guys got that exposure. Yeah, and that's a huge part of it too. Is like putting it on not only the channels people can watch, but times people can watch, and giving it like the attention it deserves, right? Because like you said, a lot of times certain sports and and a lot of times it's women's sports, unfortunately, get you know the shitty time slots or they get the shitty channels where it's like, oh, they know people aren't going to be watching this and they don't care. Um, so to see the work that everyone put in to get it to that point where other people, more people could be watching, um, there was a lot of work that went on behind the scenes to make that happen. And I still remember when I got the call from the producer um, over the summer last year and he told me like we're going to be on ESPN but you can't tell anybody yet I'm like "Ah, I want to tell everybody this is so cool (laughs) so like I couldn't announce it until like they had put it out publicly but they wanted to confirm me as a broadcaster so he's like hey like here's this is the deal we want you to be a part of it um, but you can't tell anybody until we announce it and it was really hard keeping that secret because I'm like I know how big of a step this is um, for the league and for all these people who've been working over the years on the broadcast um, to get it to this point so it was a really really cool season a really cool finish to the season to top it all off um, with those playoff games are you going after uh leah hextall's job oh i don't know about that see i'm more so people always ask me like oh would you ever do reporting would you ever do you know like what audra does where it's like pre and post stuff and and little things like that and i'm like you know for me i've always loved the play-by-play and color commentary the most like that's where i think most of the fun is in my opinion um and i've done other stuff for you know in college and tried all this different stuff and i always loved being a part of the game action um, and play by play specifically. So I think those jobs are really cool and really fun in certain aspects. I mean, you kind of get a little bit more of a relationship with the athletes, which is a cool bonus um, and and some of that stuff. And you're kind of in the nitty gritty part of it, you know, down on the field, down on the ice. Um, But I really love bringing the game to people. And for that reason, I think the play by player color is more in the cards for me, at least for right now, maybe I'll change my mind at some point, but that's what I've always enjoyed the most. Did you have to position, what's it called apply for the position and audition for it and everything or did they just kind of hire you based off your previous work so this is kind of a funny story because this goes back to when i was in college um they at i went to st cloud state and they have um a program there called husky productions that does all of the men's hockey games and a, a large chunk of the women's hockey games as well and those are like on fox 9 and cbs and stuff like that so it's a really big production and you have to audition for that and if you get a role there you have to be committed to doing every single game well as much as i loved hockey when i was in college i'm like i don't want to do that big of a commitment i want to do a little bit of everything and so I never auditioned for that because I wanted to do all these other shows and try all this different stuff. And I didn't want to be locked into just this one thing that would take up a lot of my time. Um, but a lot of my friends did it. And most everybody else who loved hockey did it. And my senior year, I went back and forth on audition. I'm like, it's my last year. So I just give it a shot. I've kind of done everything else. And I was going, I was literally on my way to um, the audition and I called my mom crying. I'm like, I, something's telling me like, this isn't the right thing. Like I, I shouldn't do this. She's like, then don't go. The next day, the guy who runs that called me and he's like, you're the only person I could think of who's not doing Husky productions, who can do this opportunity at the time. It was the NWHL. He's like, the white caps are coming to Minnesota. They're looking for broadcasters. I think you should send in your reel and resume. And I was like, okay. So I sent it to the guys in charge over there. They called me later that week and they're like, hey, we loved your reel. We would love for you to work for us. And so that was back in 2018, 2019. 
that led to me getting my job with the wild a day later. Um, so it was very serendipitous. And then now here we are, they've just brought me back year after year. So, um, never had to audition. It just, uh, was a, um, a thing of fate, I think, and, uh, sent in my stuff and they liked it enough and they've, they've brought me back. So it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Um, and I always love telling that story cause it is kind of like weird and unique and just like, like I said, very serendipitous and I wouldn't have my job with the wild without it either. So it all worked out for the best. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, speaking of the wild, I mean, how did you handle the uh, wild getting eliminated yeah, how did for you, yet another year? How did you cope? Yeah. Uh, the question is, how am I coping? Because yeah, I haven't correct. yet reached correct. the finish yeah. line. Um, so I don't know. Like, you guys need to tell me if you feel the same way, because I always feel kind of like silly saying this because I'm like, people probably think I'm a little nuts. But like when the wild are done working in sports, and being a sports fan simultaneously can be exhausting because you ride the emotions of being a sports fan, but you also have to at time, keep your emotions in check to do your job well and to be unbiased and like all of that jazz. Right. So it can be exhausting at times to work in sports, even though it's very fun and great and awesome. And I wouldn't trade it for anything. So when my teams are done for the season, I almost need just like a mental break of like, I can't watch hockey. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to like be tweeting stuff all the time. Like I just need like this reprieve of like, okay, I don't want to think about it for the next few weeks, even though I still love watching playoff hockey. Um, there's a part of me at times where I'm like, I need a break. Do you guys feel the same way? Cause I was trying to explain this to somebody the other day. And I'm like, this probably doesn't make sense because you don't work in sports, but you guys all, you know, with the podcast and all the stuff you do, does that make sense to you guys or no? Yeah. I, I mean, it's it, the, the shitty thing is like when I was, wa- the toughest thing was watching the abs and blues play because I'm like, thinking we should be in this series mm-hmm. like yeah. I don't I don't think there's any way in hell we would have been able to make it past Colorado <laughs> but it would have been at least fun to be there yeah. like the toughest thing is seeing all these fans from other yes. teams and like mm-hmm. kind of piggybacking off their run with them but knowing it's not yours is just but it's hard but it's great to, it's still fun to watch yeah for me the like year after year it gets tougher usually for like the wild getting eliminated I in the past it, it's usually like I'm not watching Browns to, yeah. I don't watch it till the Stanley Cup. Now it's a little better because I'm a little more desensitized to it. Oh, we lost <laughs> in the first round. Okay. You know, yeah, and it's been three weeks or whatever. And yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, whatever. But like, yeah, no, there's that little bit of burnout. I feel like when you ride a team for so long, mm-hmm. you know, so much emotion into it. We, we're talking to, we're talking about them nonstop doing podcasts, right. doing sports content seven days a week. And it gets to the point where then they lose and you're like, well, here we are again that we're still need to talk about it. It can you can definitely hit that burnout. Well, and from a, you know, a selfish perspective as well, the better the team does, the better the content ends up doing, as you know. Right. So especially with a team like the wild, we were pretty convinced going into the series. Like, yeah, we're going to we're going to go a couple rounds. We're going to be able to ride this content wave for a while. But it's depressing as soon as the last game ends and all of a sudden the numbers do not look anywhere near the same. Dude, but like I well, got into the year... wolves too, and then they, they <laughs> yeah, same with the It's like, damn it! Yeah, but I should have known. Well, and this year too, I think was like extra exhausting because. I mean, we're, we're literally beating a dead horse here by saying this, but like everybody thought the wild were going to do better this, this year. And so we were mentally prepared for the content. We were mentally prepared for the fandom aspect of it, of like, oh, we're finally going to get to watch our team a little bit longer in the playoffs this year. And who knows where it's going to go and, and how, and how far they'll make it. And so I think this year felt extra disappointing and there was extra burnout this year because there was just so much built up like passion and excitement, thinking it was going to be more than what we got. And it wasn't. And so I mean, and 
from a content standpoint, it's like, how many times do we say like, oh, this is the year, this is the year, this is the year. And then it's done. You're like, now I feel kind of stupid. Like we just talked about how great they are for however many months. And now they go and lose in the first round again. And it's just like, it's really tough as somebody in the public eye, as you guys all know, like to put your thoughts out there and then have it all end the same and then just get roasted into an oblivion yeah. for it. And it's like, well, no, I mean, the, everything we said is still valid in a sense, but it just, of course, another season ending in disappointment. It just, it's, it's not fun for anybody. I'll say this. I don't know if my liver would have been able to handle two rounds. <laughs> like we, we, we went to all the home games and if it was an away game, we were at a bar <laughs> and it was like, it was a lot of weekdays. And yeah, as late you, I mean, too. especially late for you, games. because yeah, you, like you and, and all the other people in media were at the mm-hmm. stadium. I remember seeing until like two in the morning, you know, yeah. doing your job. So like just kind of late for everybody. Cause we were getting those shitty 9 PM games, even though we're in the Midwest, it made no sense. <laughs> yeah. Those eight o'clock ones, whatever. But it was, yeah. I don't know if, yeah. I mean, second round would have been fun, but it's crazy. Like I, th- I feel like if there's a cup run, like I'm going to have to quit my job because I'm just going to be <laughs> drunk for like four weeks straight and just, well, I was just, just that first round. How nervous were you that first round? Could you imagine like with the stakes raised? Every yeah. other, I just oh, couldn't yeah. even imagine. The, the, I tell yeah, people stress. this all the time. I'm like, it, again, this might sound silly, but there's a part of me that there's a little bit of me every single season when my team is done where I'm a little bit relieved, where I'm like, oh my God, I don't have to be stressed out for the next six months anymore. Like, I mean, obviously I would much rather watch our teams go on and win championships year after year. That I take that and the stress any day of the week over losing all the time. But at the same time, when it's done, I'm like, man, like even when they're not the games, the days they're not playing, I'm still stressed. I'm like, I'm thinking mm-hmm. about the next game. And when yeah. they lose, I'm thinking about, okay, well now what do we got to do to win when they win? I'm like, okay, well, that doesn't mean they're going to go win the next one. Like it's literally just constant stress all the time. And I think that's a fan thing across the board, even for teams who do win a lot. I just think that's a common thing that fans have um, something that bonds all of us is that, being a sports fan is, is stressful, whether your teams are good, bad or whatever. Um, but there is a little bit of relief, um, when the season is over that it's like, okay, I don't have to be stressed anymore. I don't have to pay as close attention. I don't have to be on my toes all the time waiting for something to happen. Um, and, and that's one of the benefits of having the season end a little bit sooner. It's just like being a a Vikings fan or NFL fan in general, but especially a Vikings fan when it got to like week 16 and Sean Mannion's playing for the Packers and you're still you've been putting in so much time every week and there's six days or seven days between every game you're like yeah. I just just kill me now like that's <laughs> yeah. it, this needs to be done and well, then in football every game matters so much so it's like the stakes are extra stressful and high in football because it's like you lose two games and your season looks completely different right like it's not the same as a lot of other sports well, and the funny thing is, like, the way we can spin this as people in the media with, with the wild, we can just be like, oh, joke's on you guys. We wanted to start summer earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, honestly. I'm going to spend less time on my computer in front of my TV. And I'm going to get out. I'm going to enjoy nature. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get I'm a gonna breath get of fresh sun. air. I'm going to go out and get exercise. What are you going to do? Sit in front of your couch, watch your team in the Stanley Cup? Boo. Loser. Yeah, get yeah. fat and yeah. be unhealthy? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I'd rather. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go work out. Yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go for uh, yeah jog. See what happens. <laughs> no, no, yeah. yeah, that's the first thing I think of when my team is done. I'm like, you know what sounds good right now? A nice little jog. Yeah, <laughs> nice little, yeah. Nice yeah. little jog. Go run it. Just run off my deck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going for a jog. All right, I'm just going to find the nearest cliff. Jogging a traffic. <laughs> 
Yeah, and see what happens. The yeah. Calories come right off. Yeah, right. Seriously, you don't you don't get another calorie forever. Well, <laughs> really quick, Alexis, going back to I know before the show we talked about how you've been watching the NBA Finals. You've been yeah. you're just an NBA fan in general through and through. And about the finals, we have guys like Draymond Green who, you know, comparing to hockey are kind of like your goons, your instigators. Mm-hmm. Do you think we need more of those in basketball? I think we need more of those in every sport. I I think it just brings entertainment value. And yes, they can be annoying. And yes, they do dumb stuff sometimes. And and no, I'm not going to root for them as a person or as a team. Um, but it makes games more fun to watch. I love, we actually talked about this on the podcast, the Barn on Beauties podcast just this past week, our favorite part of the playoffs. And I said, the drama for me is my favorite part. And guys doing stuff like that is part of what brings the drama. That's where you get the animosity. That's where you get the hatred and the rivalries. There's no rivalries if people aren't doing dumb stuff and goofing around and making other people angry. So I think that, you know, obviously there's a line, right. And, you know, safety is important and being, you know, um, all that kind of stuff is important, but I think being a bit of a goon and being a bit of a tease and, and being annoying and getting under people's skin is all part of what makes sports fun. And so, yes, I think basketball needs more of it. I think baseball needs more of it. I think football needs more of it. I even think hockey needs oh, yeah. more of it because it's getting away from it these days. And I, I don't like that. So I think the more the merrier, um, that's my take on it. I know a lot of people don't like that in sports, but I just think it makes it more fun to watch. What if we allowed fighting in basketball? I've been Ooh. I've been advocating for that for so long. I'm like I want fight. I think fighting should be allowed in every sport. If they can do it in hockey, why can't they do it in the other? Like they have to take their gloves off to fight in hockey anyway, and their helmets now. Like who cares? You know what is? Who cares if two baseball players are fighting or two football? Like let it happen. Let it happen. Let the people have what they want. And again, make sure everybody stays safe and nobody gets severely hurt. But allow fighting to happen. I think it would be fun to watch sports like that. Um, and again, I think it just ups the ante. It adds a lot to rivalries and animosity in sports, and all of that to me is exciting to watch. You guys remember a few years ago when Lance Stevenson just blew in LeBron James's ear? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that, that stuff like that nope. is just like she was saying is mm-hmm. what we need. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. You haven't seen that's that before? Brad Marsh- no, that's Brad Marchand energy mm-hmm. right there. That's like Brad licking people. Yeah, and stuff right. Like that. That's yeah. see, that's what I mean. It's like that's like the wildest thing I've ever heard. But like, you live your best life. Like you're not hurting anybody. Yes. Who cares? Like. Well, see, blowing in an ear, I can understand to mess with someone, but licking with someone, that's getting up close and personal. <laughs> well, dude, there yeah. was that dude on the uh, World Cup or something a few years back that was, like, biting people or, or licking them, too, like, mm-hmm. on the soccer field. And then we had Mike was... Tyson, who was biting people. <laughs> yeah, you're well. oh. Okay, see, that's what, when I talked about the line, that's the line. Like, that's <laughs> probably the line. Off limbs or and ears and... Hear me out here. No, I'm just <laughs> I mean, if... <laughs> You know, if we want to have those characters on every team, I think we just need to work on Pat Bev a little bit. Because mm. Pat Bev could be that guy. He also has the skill, though. He's not quite a goon. I mean, he's got the right, skill, right. but he, he just has that natural shit-talking ability, that Reggie Miller-esque, now Wendy's commercial energy. But Yeah, so when I became, so like I said, became a number one Wolf fan at the beginning of the season. Um, obviously like loved Ant. I liked watching Ant a lot last year, even though I wasn't watching a ton of Wolves games. I liked watching his highlights. I thought he was very exciting. Um, the game against the Lakers late in the season, um, the Timberwolves versus Lakers, when Pat Bev did the stink to the um, the Lakers bench, I was like, that's it. I'm a huge Pat Bev fan now. That guy's an animal. He's crazy. I love him. And then I was just a huge Pat Bev fan. When I bought my, uh, I bought a jersey for the playoff game I went to, and I was debating between doing an Edwards and a Beverly jersey. And my dad was like, I swear to God, if you get a Beverly jersey, that is such a stupid decision. I'm like, but he's crazy. I love him. He's like, no, get an Ant jersey 
Jersey. He's very skilled. He'll be on this team for a long time. I'm like, all right, fine. So I was this close to getting a Pat Bev Jersey. Yeah, I love how Pat Bev was asking for Venmo money after he, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. after the whole Ryan Hartman thing. And then he the next night, he just shit talks everybody within a 100 mile vicinity of him and then <laughs> gets fined 30K and just immediately drops his Venmo. It's like, nah, man, that's not the same thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, well, what did he say again? He's like, they, they, they ain't us or like they need to get out of here or something. He said, take they ass home. Yeah, take yeah, they yeah, ass home. Quote, take <laughs> they ass home. Which take, is he wrong though? No. Is he wrong? They were going to take they ass home. So tell me what is so bad about Pat Bev just stating the obvious. Dude, like, he got shat on so yeah, much for saying that though on Twitter, other NBA players, TV shows. It was brutal for him saying wanted. the truth. And there was the video of him in the locker room where he's just going, fuck out of here. Just like <laughs> kept repeating that. What, uh, and then what was he saying about, uh, he was talking about uh, somebody. Uh, he was on like with Stephen A. or somebody on Sports Center. He was talking about uh, um, Chris Paul. He was talking about Cone. Chris Paul. Yes, he's, he's like he's like said something. He was shit talking Chris Paul right on live television. He just called him a fucking cone, like yeah. straight yeah. up. Like. He's a cone. He's <laughs> a guy. He's been playing for eighteen years. He he can't win a championship because he was saying, oh no, because the the Suns lost in the second round and they were the you know the best team in the NBA by record yeah. and. They were playing during the regular season, and they were apparently Chris Paul and the Suns were smack talking them like, "Oh, you guys ain't going anywhere. You guys ain't going anywhere." And then he was this, he came on the day after they got eliminated in the <laughs> second round. Pat Bev and he's like, he's like, he's a cone. <laughs> just, just I love that's I good just energy. Love that energy though. That is inc- that's what I want. Like I just love the like. See, because like people were making fun of the Wolves and like Pat Bev for like jumping up on the scorers table and stuff like after they won their playing game, and it's like. I love his no care attitude. He's like, you know, he's not claiming that the wolves are the best franchise that have ever existed. He's just just making fun of other people in the process. Like who, again, who is he hurting? Who's he hurting by doing that? You know, trash talk back. That's what I say. Bring Chris Paul on the show. Have them, have them like air their beef out on live TV. That's how you do it. That's free content for you right there. So, right. And then just throw Stephen A in the middle of him screaming as well. Yeah. Three three screaming basketball guys. Just talking about God knows what. That would be unwatchable television. <laughs> unwatchable. I think for like five minutes and then it might. Yeah. Steve, you take Stephen A out of there. It might get, be get like an actual. Yeah. Someone who's not going to be Stephen A like in between yeah. them. A yeah. good mediator. Yeah. Um, because that would turn into just like a presidential debate and it would be a shit show. So <laughs> right. Stephen A. What do uh, what do the bar down buttes do in the offseason? Any plans for you guys? Well, we do still release new episodes every week. Um, like it or not, as tough as content can be sometimes. I mean, right now, we obviously still have the playoffs going on, so that helps. Uh, but new episodes every week. We just had Alex Stalock on this past week. Um, he's been on a couple times. He's awesome. He actually uh, went to the same high school as me, um, so have connections way back when. Um, and then, yeah, we've got uh, new episodes still coming. Judd Brackett we're going to be having on in a couple weeks here. Awesome. Um, and planning for some other people as well. So, you know, people in Minnesota in the summertime are like leave me alone so we're, we're doing some stuff without guests as well um but still aiming for uh to have some people on over the course of this off season in in your time doing the show the entire show though who's been your best guest oh i would say well i think having doc emmerich on was probably like one of the coolest just as a broadcaster myself like that was really cool um uh, mike madonna was one of my favorite interviews marcus felino we've had him on a couple times obviously as his number one fan um can't not love those episodes um yeah i think those are a couple of my favorites those have been some really good ones um and you know some of the younger guys in the ahl have been really fun to have on too um and especially 
you know, we've had Matt Boldy on a couple of times, Kalen Addison, and just seeing them grow from the time we first had him on to now is really fun as well. So there's been a lot of Jamie Hirsch has been on a couple of times. She's just a true Minnesota gem. Can't go wrong with her. A um, lot of awesome people who've uh, been kind enough to join us and talk hockey with us over the course of the last couple of years. So hopefully we have many more of those over the summer. That's so cool that you guys got Doc Emmerich on your show. Like, yeah. I, like seriously, whenever I watch, like remember any game of my childhood, that's kind of who yeah. I think of as the person announcing it. He is. I know his voice yeah. is just like, even when we were doing the podcast, like hearing his voice, I'm like, I feel like I should be watching TV right now <laughs> yes. and like not having a conversation with this person. It was like the most, one of the most surreal things ever. And it's just like, I'm like, okay, this is definitely going to be one of the highlights of my career, I think, is getting to talk to Doc Emmerich. And it was right after he retired. So it was like his retirement was very fresh and like there was a lot of stuff to talk about. So it was uh, it was really cool to get a chance to talk with him. Did he do any? Did he uh, was he still as vibrant in his vocabulary vocabulary when he was talking to you? I swear like he. Oh, yeah. His vocabulary is the like. He has the best and widest vocab knowledge it's ever. Similar, yeah, his metaphors are crazy. I know. Yeah. Yeah. His nouns and verbs. Well, and even just like the way he talks, it's like literally like it sounded like you should have been listening to TV. And like it was super cool because, you know, one of the things Doc was known for as a broadcaster was like doing this extensive research and knowing like every little thing about every single player on the ice. And when we had him on, he was like talking about stuff where it's like you could tell he Googled us like he Mm -hmm. literally Googled Jesse and I to like find out like what do we do for work and like what are we like? And like he was talking about like, oh, yeah, when you worked for this person here and we're like, how did you know this? Like he literally (laughs) did his research for the host of the podcast before he came on like that's he's a dedicated man it's a shame he's not still broadcasting games because like you said that's <sighs> that's our childhood right there is listening to doc emmerich it, now we got college uh, basketball guys oh <laughs> espn yeah, you have guys on there that i'm like you know it some of these guys are good man but i i I listen to this guy when I'm watching go for football. On <laughs> this is just yeah. not the same. And I don't the hear crossover that crossover is strange sometimes. Ugh. Like knowing that, like listening to them call a certain sport, not that they do it poorly, but it's just weird. Cause like in your head, you're like, no, this is a basketball person. Now they're doing hockey or this is a football person and they're doing basketball. Like it is kind of weird to process it in your brain. Yeah. It's like Kevin Harlan when he does anything. Oh yeah. He does. He does, he <laughs> yes. does everything now. Yeah. Well yeah. he, man, I don't think he even, I don't think he's tried hockey. Has he? I think that might be the one sport he has done. He's done baseball. He's done baseball, football, and basketball. basketball. I love to see him try hockey. CBS for football, right? Is that? Yeah. 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 Kevin Harlan. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of wish they had him doing the NBA finals. Oh yeah, he's the he's the he's the NBA guy. Doc Emmerich is the NHL guy. Yeah. And Tony Romo is the football guy. (laughs) Tony Romo is a football guy. Yeah. I still think I still think Tony Romo needs to like announce the Olympics or something like swimming like last year during the winter or winter Olympics or even the winter Olympics. But the summer Olympics swimming, it would have been electric if he was actually announcing that. Like, OK, but Tony Romo announced the Olympics. You literally know who's going to win before they even finish. It's like he would take all the excitement out of it because Tony Romo, his M.O. is like knowing exactly what's going to happen before it happens. It's mm-hmm. like, uh that would be interesting watching him call the Olympics, try yeah. to predict what's going to happen. Yeah, now this swimmer's going to move up to the right here. He's going to touch. He's going to touch it first, just by probably a split second, and they'll yeah. do that. It's Tony Romo is just unreal. But like, no, Doc Emmerich is is a freaking gem. Him and Jim yeah. Houston. Yeah. Well, uh, switching gears a little bit, Alexis, I just got to ask you more of a personal question. Uh, do you ever what? read text messages? Because every time I see you tweet pictures of your phone, there's always like 600 unread texts. I think this is actually going to be more of an intervention. You're going to start reading messages. Okay. So, you know, what's funny is, first of all, 
I can't tweet a screenshot of my text messages without at least one person commenting, like, why do you have so many unread text messages? Sometimes the same person will comment on multiple tweets. It's like, yeah, I already saw your first one. You don't have to comment again. I get it. Yeah. Um, but that is a frequently asked question by people. And I used to never be like that. I used to be like the zero notifications person, like had to have everything opened, read, responded to. And then probably about a year, maybe two years ago, I got into this really bad habit of like literally just not responding to people or, you know, instead, like even if someone ends the conversation, instead of opening the text message and having it open so it doesn't show I have a notification, I'll just leave it as like, okay, as their final text. And I just leave it as unread. So now I've just accumulated a bunch of text messages, but I will say, it's funny you bring this up because just this morning I went through and I deleted a bunch of old text messages that I had on red that weren't important anymore. So I think I'm down to, let's see what I have right now. Unread text message is 152. Okay. That's no, that's a significant improvement. It's still, though. that's after purging everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and people are like, Oh, it's probably just like your big group message with your friends. I'm like, no, that I respond to frequently. So it's not even like, it's just like random text messages and like, okay, you know, during the election, when you get texts from like the government nonstop, like vote for whoever, or like, Hey, you still have time to register. I had so many of those, like, so half of them weren't even like actual people in my contacts. It was like spam stuff and whatever. So I'm, I'm working on it. I'm, I'm, it, we're getting there. I, I about cut it in half today. So that's a step in the right direction. For me, it's DoorDash. You know how they send you like four texts every time you get an order? Yes. I never oh open those Yeah, they're like, hey, we're making your order. I'm like, well, I would hope so. I just put it <laughs> yeah. in three seconds ago. Thanks. Uh, I get, I still get like, yeah, those random messages from, uh, you know, around the election time, but I'll still get like, I'll get a shit ton of text messages for pub crawls happening what? around the Twin Cities. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. I have me. no idea. You probably though. drunkenly signed up for something <laughs> yes. to receive. Well, those. I probably, I probably bought tickets or I brought a, bought a ticket uh, for a pub yeah. crawl that I went to a couple years ago or something and I accidentally checked the box, send me text notifications. You opted yeah. in. Yeah. I opted in and that was a terrible mistake because i'll just get like uh, a message uh, you know on a monday or a sunday after a after a probably a drinking binge come to the pub crawl this friday and purchase your ticket here like no i'm not doing that at all but i i that's like i'll get a few of those like a week it's ridiculous so are you guys like do you have to have all of your notifications open or like what's your vibe because i know people are very particular with that yeah i got all my i need to have all my stuff addressed i got 86 text right now i gotta read Oh, You're kind of close to me. Uh, we should have I, an intervention for you. You guys are hating on me. Hey, I'm under 100. So, I'm at seven. Okay. I'm at seven. I'm pretty sure I technically have over 450 unread, but I'm pretty sure that's because when I transferred over all of my messages from my Android, uh, it it just marked a lot of them as unread. And I can't even. Yeah, what a wild ride that was! An Android to an iPhone. I'm so proud of you. He he got there eventually. It was kind of a bitch. Like six (laughs) years, and you say, "Nope, I'll never do it." I don't know. I don't. Also, can you set up your voicemail inbox? Because I tried to leave you a voicemail today, and it was like this user (laughs) cannot accept voicemails. Their inbox is full. I'm like, what the heck? I maybe I haven't set it up yet, but I like I haven't even like looked at my voicemail on here. Have you, I, have I you ever really received a voicemail? Uh, I've received, yeah, because I get mine, it from fucking Mine send mine as transcribed text messages now, well, and they're it, horribly inaccurate. It's do, hilarious. Do I still, do I have a greeting? No, um, it just said, like, the voice mailbox users, oh. mailbox is full. Um, I think it listed your phone number, and then, yeah, it was like, their mailbox is full, and then it was just like, beep, it just hung up. I'm like, uh, well. <laughs> oh, I'm hoping my greeting carried over from from, from the droid, but It didn't not. have, like, a, hey, you've reached, like, okay. J- um, you know, Jake, like, whatever, like, it, yeah. 
So does Bubba leave you that many voicemails where you can't receive him anymore? Um, he, he, he hasn't <laughs> lately, but he, you know, he would call me five, ten, six, seven times. What's a, a day. Bubba voicemail sound like? Oh, uh, you, like you, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. Serious. It's just a very. Uh, He's very OCD, and he just—it's very strange. They're very strange voicemails. Like, Let's put it. That it would be way. hard to just explain or, it. Yeah. Or it's a very—the uh, ones I could explain are the ones that are very angry ones, where sure, uh, you know, we probably call him out on something, or I text him about something, like you know, hey, Alex, you need to like get motivated. Or you're not moving to Vegas or something. Then I'll get a, three calls. I'm like, I'm not picking up. Listen up, motherfucker. <laughs> You don't know what you're talking about. You fucking you. college kids don't know anything, blah, blah, blah. Just just a bunch of verbally verbal attacks, and then you'll hang up, and then I'll get another voicemail. In one more thing, asshole. <laughs> just shit like that. <laughs> Unfortunately, but you didn't. You haven't got any messages from uh, producer Andy lately, have you? No, I have Thank, not. Thankfully. Not Thank any texting. Yeah. He doesn't have my phone number, so That's the only good. messages I get are through. <laughs> I did. No, I did actually think about texting him just for today's episode because Alexis was supposed to come to the house, but her garage door yeah. decided to collapse. Which yeah, we my know, garage door would not open. We know a thing or two about that, but I was going to text Andy to see if he could produce this special episode, quote unquote. Well, yeah, I miss Andy. Oh. I was I was thinking he was going to be here. I was hoping to get to talk to him. I haven't seen him in a while. Oh man, if you if he heard you say I miss Andy, <laughs> he would face just beat red oh. and. Just weird. Do a well, response we did, like we you're did Andy. Have some she said, I yeah, miss you. Oh, he would like look at one of us and like, oh, I, I miss you too, Alexis. <laughs> just, just some really weird shit. Can I tell you a joke? No, you're done. Shut up the mic. <laughs> just you've been cut off. Well, well, speaking of speaking of Andy, how's show choir going? Oh, right. How is show choir going? I don't. I don't. I haven't done show choir since I know, high school. It's like inside. We should, inside hey, joke. we should. You guys want to start a show choir with me? We should do like a out of post college, post high school show choir. Are you guys singers? Can you sing? Can you dance? Um, I we uh, we did release Thick Boy Summer, but that was that, that was more of an auto gem, yeah. that more of an auto tuned rap. We're technically... so much is nowadays anyway, right? Though, so. We could just yeah, the auto tuned sh- show choir might work. Well, we if, could if, we, if we get enough people, we could easily sing, right? We can blend uh, in. Yeah, we we can. That's the thing. You just have to sound like slightly worse or slightly better than the average person and you're fine you don't have to be a superstar yeah we should organize a flash mob yes uh, yes i would totally do that that would be a lot oh, of fun. Did, did they do one at like the mall of america a few years ago i don't know did they it was like maybe they like probably a, like, have that's a mall of america thing we'll for sure back. i think i think we do that and then we we sing like some 50s classic or something like shaboom or some class. some shit okay. or something that? like that or a christmas song we make it a christmas oh, chorus christmas oh theme. that's nice yeah it's yeah. the season it's not a flash mob like so 10 years ago yeah, that's so 2000 and late. The, the Harlem Shake was 2012, by the way, if you guys oh, want to feel yeah. old. Oh, my God. That was 10 years ago. Yeah, I was in high school just Harlem enjoying Shake. those little videos. And then what was No, the, my friends yeah. texted me the other day. This is probably the tweet you're referring to with all my text messages, but they were like, yeah, yeah we graduated high school eight years ago today. I'm like, can you guys not? Like, can we I not didn't do that? even be reminded of that. That is weird. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. It? is. Jack, it was seven years ago for you, wasn't it? It was eight Correct. years for Zane and yeah. I. Coming up on a decade. You're 2014 yeah. grad year as well? Yep. Oh, yep. 2014. That's weird. I remember, Shout like, out. you remember <laughs> back in the day? I don't know if, like, well, I don't know we, if you guys had to do this. I'm assuming you did. But, like, when you would log into computers, you know, went back back in the day when you first started logging in, you would, like, type your name, your initials, and then your graduation year. Like, Jay, oh, like yeah. Jay Bruno 2014 when you're logging into the computers. And I remember, like, in, like, 03. I'm like, oh, 2014. Uh-oh, no, oh. Jake, you haven't changed your password since oh, then. Oh, damn it, damn it. Now. Well, no, that's my <laughs> username. 
Oh. It was the username, oh. but I remember like you would type that in and they would say you got to do 2014 cuz that's your graduation year. I'm like, "Oh, that's so far down the line and now here we are like 20 years later yeah. since that happened." No, speaking of years though, is anyone else's feelings hurt when you're like registering for something online and ask for your birth year and you have to scroll back super oh, far yeah. to get to the mid 90s? I'm like, uh, "Now I yeah. that used to never bother me and now I'm like that's literally like I have to scroll so far back. Like they show like three per like screen. You're like scrolling, scrolling, scrolling like that all hurts my feelings congratulations we're all in our fourth decade yeah well 21 year olds now were born in 2001 that's odd uh, there yeah. you go they let's can we we need to separate those people from us let's stop yeah. let's stop that that's that's just weird when someone tells me i was born i was born in 2000 like like yeah. my my younger brother was born in 98 that's just that's that's yeah the furthest that's not weird. I feel yeah, like I my youngest cousins in my family. He just got his driver's license. I'm like, I literally remember the day you were born. Like, this <laughs> yes. is like, I'm a little traumatized by this. Like, please don't drive around me because it's going to send me into a spiral. Dude, I saw a TikTok the other day. I was like, um, to the older generation on TikTok, to those born in the 90s, I was just, <laughs> oh, it took my breath away. I couldn't believe it. We're yeah, all just offensive. It We're is. old now. Damn it. So many years now we've lived on Earth to not witness a, a Minnesota championship. <laughs> well, really quick, Alexis, <sighs> I was going to ask you, um, can you get us some free money at Canterbury? Because I know you're doing stuff out there as well. Yeah, and, uh, I'm gonna I need to be doing f- a lot of stuff out there. I actually might be going out there tomorrow night. I mean, my boyfriend might go out there for the first time this season. Um, Yeah, I can try to finesse you guys like some yes. free tickets, some free money. Are you guys big horse gamblers? Have you done it horse <sighs> racing before? Uh, we're, getting, we're getting into it now. I just kind of ended up there after a day of drinking at the golf course, but did, did win some money on horses. I definitely could get into horses. I, it was scary how like a dick, cause I went there like when I was a kid, you know, like when I was mm-hmm. like five or six and didn't understand gambling, I thought it was boring and I'm watching horses race. But when you of course factor <laughs> money in, you become a degen. And I was scared how much I was like already getting a little addicted into it. But like, I'm, I'm definitely going to be back there, but I got to limit how much I spend or just get See, free I'm money. Not a- I'm not a huge gambler, but horse racing is like, I always love gambling on horse racing. I just think it's so fun because it's literally just so random. Like you can just bet like, I mean, the minimum bet at Canterbury is $2, like put $2 on a horse to win and then just root for that horse. Like it's super fun. You don't even have to spend that much money. And I don't know, you can drink some beers. They got the casino there. Like Canterbury is a vibe. Yeah, the casino being in there I, it is scary too. Because then right. you, could yeah. just, you, you drink just go a play beers. I would just see that blackjack. When last time we went there, like I'm like I have to walk around the blackjack area because I'll go sit down <laughs> there and spend the rest of my life savings there. Don't don't they also have a dog racing there too at Canterbury? Yes, yep. they do. Okay, so I worked at Canterbury for five years. Uh, or five summers, I should say, from the time I was like 19 up until the pandemic, I think it was, or 18 up until the pandemic. Anyway, um, I don't know what they do nowadays. I know they still do dog racing, but when I was working there, they did corgis, bulldogs, and wiener dogs. Also, Dachshunds. And the best was like on those days, they would just bring them like the owners would be walking around Canterbury and there would just be dogs to pet for the entire day. It was like the best. And then they did... um, they, I don't know if they still do this, but they would do once a year, they would do what they called exotic racing. Um, and it would be camels, zebras, and ostriches. And it was like super fun to watch. Whoa, so, that's, we need to do that. We need to go and watch that for sure. Yeah. I want to bet on some zebras. Dude, we, can, we can do a lot of bits with that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Could be like, watching racing. the jockeys on the zebras was so funny. <laughs> oh, the zebras are just like bucking around and the jockeys are like hanging on for dear life. And like the zebras are so small that like the jockeys aren't that far away from the ground. But it was just like those were fun to watch. See, so, we said exotic. I didn't, I didn't even picture anyone on the backs of them. I just thought they were going to go. Yeah. They actually are riding Wait. 
Are they riding like horse jockeys riding zebras? <laughs> yeah. Are they crazy. riding the ostriches too? I think so. Oh I, my oh my God. I mean, jockeys are little guys, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's offensive. And that's <laughs> what I mean. Like, zebra- <laughs> zebras true. are pretty small. Like, you know, the camels and ostriches are kind of interesting creatures, but like, I don't know. They're just they're they are fun to watch. A wiener dog race. I think. Yeah. Betting on a wiener dog race sounds like the funnest thing I've ever done in my life. And well, we, didn't we see one, Jake? We went to a Vikings game. They did it at halftime. They corgi did. race. Well, corgi, corgi race yeah. from that was the pre-game 50 football. to the end. Yeah, that was, that was premium. F- we, we needed to have a theme night for that at a preseason Pre- game. Preseason yes. game, yeah. yeah. But no, we did witness that from like the 40 to the to the, to the end zone yeah. or whatever. But like in, I think when I went there as a kid, I think they were racing either corgis or wiener dogs. And it was yeah. pretty fascinating. And I would still be fascinated by it, especially now when you have money involved and you're betting on it. I would just love to see like Kevin Gore go up there and give analysis on who like the top wiener dog is. No, like that was the best crazy. part. Like literally Paul Allen or Kevin Gore would go down onto the track and like call the races. And it's like, you're literally just like calling a bunch of wiener dogs running for their dear lives. Like it's just the funniest concept ever. It's so fun to watch it. <sighs> does, does PA, well, does PA announce those races though? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. He does the wiener dog yeah. ones. He right? goes oh, down gosh. onto the track. Oh, so he's nice. like, instead of being up in the press box, like for the horse races, he's down on track level for the dog races. And he is literally just as emphatic as he is with Vikings football and horse race. Like you'd think his life depended on it, the way he called those dog races. And it's just, yeah, it's pure entertainment. Now, yeah. U.S. Well, Bank Stadium, they remember they put him over yeah, the loudspeakers to do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, can you imagine like if he's trying to describe like the different wiener dogs, like say there's like a smaller one that's that's coming up close to the lead and the small wiener moving up close, he's loose! Yeah. <laughs> well, and they always have the funniest names too and then Paul yeah. Allen really and yeah, announcing them is hilarious. Yeah, yes. well, and he doesn't, he's a guy who doesn't know how to turn it off. Like, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a guy who it's like perfect. he could be calling the Vikings in, in the, you know, NFC Championship, where you, he could be calling the Wiener Dog race, and he's gonna yeah. have the same level of energy. Mm-hmm. He was over here at our at our place here, and yeah, he's uh, he's he's an hilarious Character. guy. Yeah, amazing. No, people are always like, "Is Paul Allen like this? Like, how's he?" And I'm like, "Exactly how you yep. hear him on the radio yep. and guy. TV is exactly how he is if you're just mm-hmm. hanging out with him mm-hmm. in person. Like, same volume of speak, same vocabulary, mm-hmm. same like goofiness. Like, just like a hundred percent." His personality does not change from being in front of a camera or microphone to being in front of you. He's always announcing. Remember, we had him on the soda stream for the first time ever. And the very first thing he said to us is he looked right at Jake. He's like, that guy looks like Kirk Cousins. You remember that? Kirk Cousins, what's going on? The guy looks like Kirk Cousins. Does he get a royalty check for that? I feel like he kind of should. I mean, he's not aware that he potentially started it. So well, uh, I don't need him to. Yeah, it was it was it was like heavily discussed like for about a year before that if I looked like him or not, and then he kind of came in and solidified it. Yeah, yeah. that's oh, what that's, I didn't know. You yeah. guys thought that beforehand. I thought him bringing it up was the first time that you guys like thought that. No, I mean, so I, I've mentioned this a couple of times on the podcast. So I, it's back at the U, like my senior year. Uh, I think it was right when Kirk Cousins was being discussed coming here, and one of my one of my people I worked with, he was just staring at me i'm like hey what something wrong he's like you look like kirk cousins and then the next day one of my classmates was just staring at me he's like you look like kirk cousins this was like in 2018 so then it kind of was like on and off people would just mention it but i think paul allen stating it you know would just that's validation right there validation and then well look at where it's gone people call you kirk in public now like random people more than they call you jake Yeah. yeah yeah Yeah, no. You my... literally have a like an alternate personality at this point. Like you are Kirk Cousins' alter ego. Right. What we were talking about earlier in the show uh, during the "It's a Bit" segment. You know, when I drank a lot at the Twins game, I was 
a drunk Kirk Cousins who spilt a drink on a kid. <laughs> like a 14-year-old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was like, I- I'm going to go bless this kid over here. And not, not, we have not, it on video. It's not a good uh, look for the real Kirk. Not, no. Not, no, yeah, because I am the real Kirk. I am also, I am Kirk Cousins. Okay. Like uh, Tony Stark says, uh, right. I'm Iron Man. So. Right. My favorite, my favorite Jake, like, pretending to be somebody else moment was um, when you were doing the Mike Hawkbit at one of the Gopher games, and you took a bunch of photos with a bunch of random people, and everyone's like, oh, like, everybody wanted to meet Mike Cock, and you're like, no, I didn't know any of those people. I just wanted to take a picture. Well, that's what that I was think... by far one of the funniest things ever. I think that was, like, the, the, the bit was supposed to do that, and I think Jack and you, Zane, probably asked me, oh, so all these people were coming up to you. I'm like, no, I just <laughs> didn't I Walk, single one of I them. walk down a row and I'm like, hey, hey, <laughs> I'm Mike Hawk. I'm the onside oh, can, can you take, I mean, a few Nordeast were drank at this point. Oh, does that, that, is that even need to be said? Yes, it does. Because Mike Hawk is always a little drunk. Um, <laughs> just a Michael, little drunk. Just a little drunk. Coach Hawk. That'll be returning. But I mean, speaking of, of gophers, I mean, are you ready to get the tailgate on this upcoming fall? Yes, I, I am ready. Um, I'm excited. We had some fun last season. Um, it should be good. I always tell people, so like my boyfriend is went to the U of M for undergrad. So he's like a huge gopher fan that he got me more into gopher sports. Like I've always rooted for the gophers, but I didn't go to a football game until he brought me to one. I didn't go to a basketball game until he brought me to one. Um, and so we went in on season tickets together this season and the tailgating spot. And I tell everybody like whenever he meets somebody new, whether it's like some of my friends he's meeting for the first time or like we're somewhere and like, you know, he's being introduced to somebody, his love language is immediately inviting people to our tailgate. It doesn't matter what time of the year it is. It could be January. He's like, Hey, by the way, next fall, come to our tailgate. Like I'm not even kidding. Every person we meet, he will say that at some point, Hey, you should come to our tailgate, bring your friends, bring your boyfriend, bring your girlfriend, bring your mom. Like everybody's invited to the tailgate. So, uh, you guys have an open invite. I'm very excited that now all of you have season tickets. So, uh, should be fun this year. The schedule schedule looks pretty good this year. I'm excited. Well, and your your tailgate in particular has the Bloody Mary bar, right? Yes, that the, yeah, we do. Oh, we bring the Bloody oh, Mary bar every year. You want talking about red solo cups? We've got them. So if we need a bunch to make a cup snake, just tell us. There we'll bring, we go. Yeah, we'll fuck extra. it. Let's just start one in the parking lot. We'll do <laughs> Why it, not? We'll, we'll do it across the street because well, because we'll stop traffic. <laughs> we'll stop traffic. We'll, we'll stop shut traffic. that bitch down. Well, we're actually and and it's not. We'll still probably have time to obviously stop at your tailgate, but over on the lot across the street, like we yep. were doing that show, we're actually going to be doing a pregame show probably for about an hour every every week before every home go for football game. Um, right on, right out in front of Baldi's, uh, Baldi's spot over there, we're going to have a stage and everything. So we're going to be doing that. You, you're more than welcome to come on as a guest uh, as, as well, and we'll probably be – but we'll still be probably stopping over at – at you and your boyfriend's tailgate spot too, because it's it's a it's a just a grand old time, and no matter yeah, what you we have a good time, there. and there those two lots are across the street. So I mean, the last time I went over to your guys's uh, recording when you were recording that lot, uh, the band came by, and I was the photographer for you guys oh, doing your entire right. band with the band. Oh, <laughs> I still have that video on my phone. That was incredible. Just Jake and I just. Yeah, yeah, they Band just they, the band surrounded us. Yeah, I yeah. think someone pointed like, "Hey, go over there." Yeah, or go and by they, them. They just they just hijacked the show. Yeah, and we filmed it. I was screaming the Rouser already, little drunk. Yeah. Jack, you were you were, you were you yeah, were you were singing, singing it. They had Jungle Juice at the Baldy lot that day. So oh it, yeah, it was a good day. That, it was you guys were on that some day. Wild. Yeah, and it was very that free. A lot. <laughs> that's when I jumped on the top of that Gopher bus. That was taken over by Wisconsin. You were Badgers so offended. Fans. You saw all the Badger fans up there, and you. You had to do something about it. Well, you know what? Actually, I would probably do that sober. They took over a gopher bus. (laughs) On the gopher. What is this? 
a deleted scene from The Purge. That's <laughs> yeah, no shit. Straight the, it, out of The Purge. It, it it was honestly, it was it was like a poc- It was an apocalypse out there. Like, but I mean that we expect that now every single week, every single home game, I should say, uh, except for maybe a couple of the road games. I want to go to Nebraska and Wisconsin next year. Yeah, Wisconsin for sure to end the year. That's yeah. the electric. Just, I just heard you verbatim say, "I want to go to Wisconsin next year." Oh, oh for my grad not school. A good look. Yeah. Not a oh, good don't look. don't Post-grad. cut it. Cut it. Post grad. Cut it. No, I'm. I want to go to Madison to see the Gophers kick the Badgers' ass. There Keep you go. The axe. Keep the, keep the axe. One last question while we're on the Gophers. I know you and your yep. boyfriend go down to the field after every game. Now, yep. is that reserved for higher paying, uh, higher class <laughs> t- season ticket holders, or are the football guys in the upper deck like us allowed to also do that? <laughs> Um, no, so actually we only went twice to the field. One time was when we stormed the field when we won the axe. Yeah. And then the other time that we went down there was there was like, so with our season tickets, there's like a perk where you can pick like some kind of like cool event to do related to the Gophers. And one of the options was to go take pictures on the field after one of the games. And that's the option he picked. So it was just like he got to pick a random game and then we could go down there and take pictures. So, yeah, one time we were invited on the field and one time we went on there uninvited. And those were the only two times so far. So. All right. We're going to have to stick to the uninvited route. Yeah. Well, no, we, we we know Tanner Morgan and a couple of Gophers. We we'll that is true. There. You guys got the in. Yeah. But. We'll we see. You get some special wristbands or something. Well, usually, like usually, players bring like their parents down or like their significant yeah. other, and yeah, that'd be hilarious if Tanner just brought down us. They see us clearly been plastered. He's the only possible no, way Mike Hawk can get on the field. It's all good. Well, we no, all I was say you're literally a coach, Jake. You need to get out there. <laughs> right. well, yeah, you, have the, you have the credentials. Well, dude, at the Wisconsin game, like it got me actually pretty far down the field, but I was actually like moving through the group, like, hey, coach here, coach. I'm a coach, onside kicking coach. Move through, and people were like, "Yo, it's a coach." And I was trying to go through. It's because you're wearing a visor. Because I, I was trying wearing a visor, a headset. Oh uh, yeah, and I was trying. I was trying to literally get down to the tunnel because that's kind of where the players were at. I'm like, I'm gonna go see, say hi to Tanner. I was pretty drunk, you know, but I was literally walking through. Like, I'm a coach, coach, and then some people were eventually like, "Nah, this is this guy's full of this- shit." Because I went kind of moved eventually. But you had a couple of people. Yo, that's the onside kicking coach. You gotta move. <laughs> Wow. Like they probably got the bit, you know, uh, those people. Or they did. But there were some people that were like, Oh, it's a coach. Like, okay, like they just thought I was a coach. All I said was I'm a coach walking through coaching staff. <laughs> just coaching staff. See, the key to getting places you're not supposed to be is to act like you're supposed to be there. Yep. You can get into a lot of places by just pretending you belong there, and that is one of those situations. Just pretend like you belong there and you will get a lot further than if you just act like everybody else. I yeah, because there was there was the guy who was dressed up as Clay Thompson yesterday who just walked yeah, into the place. Your door that. at the, Ch- that again? the Chase Center. No, he did. Sorry, he did that in Game Three, the last one. Did he get State. like banned from the game? Or oh something? yeah, that no, guy's done yeah. that he, he was. He was. Yeah, he was on the court shooting for ten minutes, and no one stopped him. Dude, <laughs> well, he apparently he's done this. Like him, he's done, uh, he's done this like for five plus years. He's yeah. like occasionally done it and showed up. I've and so videos. apparently the NBA got really pissed off, and they uh, they banned him from life, according to Twitter. Who knows if that's so what, true? He didn't get kicked out before. What what happened? No, like, I'm, I'm sure he might have got kicked out, but this is the first time he received like a official ban, like from the oh. NBA. But uh, yeah. again, I just saw this on Twitter, so who knows? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Fake, faking Twitter's to reliable. you know identity theft and trespassing is uh, is a tough, <laughs> tough, tough one to beat. I should try to. 
but and I don't want to risk getting like a, a ban from from going US to football Bank. games. I might <laughs> my life is over. Right. But I I wonder if I could just it, somehow just sneak my way down to like the tunnel or something. I mean, I know some doors in there. I mean, this probably isn't the place to discuss it because no, now no, there's no. evidence. <laughs> this is all try. legend. Okay. Dude, this uh, is all a legend. I could this talk. Just isn't the fun of. We got to go to a, a Vikings away game, and you got to tr- we'll show up really fucking early, and you got to try to get in as Kirk Cousins. Yeah, just show up to the door wearing a jersey and Vikings hat, <laughs> and Kirk Cousins yeah, checks well, out. Do you think you have a better chance as getting somewhere you're not supposed to be as Kirk Cousins, or somewhere you're not supposed to be as Mike Cock? I mean, I, Mike Cock is a made-up character. Kirk Cousins at least actually exists. As that's a, human a real being. person. There's a lot of old people on Facebook and stuff like that who are like, who really are like, think it's you, and they'll shit on you. Like they'll think yeah. Kirk is you, and they'll be like, "Look, of why course is, he's not wearing why a mask." Is Kirk right now. on the golf course right now. He should be a practice. I don't know, man. I feel like I could figure out the the Mike Hawk thing more because uh, people like old people on Facebook and stuff. When we made that dumbass graphic of of congratulating to him to a seven year contract, there were old people on Facebook don't know who he is, but congrats, yeah, congrats. Who's this guy? Congrats, Alexis. Which 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 one do you think he has a better chance at? I don't know. Like I said, because Kirk Cousins is an actual person and you do genuinely look like him like that, could you could easily fool a lot of people into thinking you are him. And you've done it plenty of times where people genuinely like for a second, are like, wait a second, I have to think twice about this, if this is him or not. Mike cock, it's like if anybody thinks about the name for more than three <laughs> seconds, they're going to question if it's real or not. And it's a made up person. So you can't pretend to look like him because you just are him. So I think I got to go with the Kirk Cousins. Well then, I, I gotta. I don't think if I legitimately try to do that as like a bit, allegedly, um, <laughs> I don't think I should be doing the the uh, jersey. I should be looking at some of the suits that Kirk Cousins wears when he shows and up. Maybe pre-game. have like a suitcase. No, that's that's the tarmac ones. You probably need like a backpack. I I you really, walk in with a backpack. I should right? try to find. I know where the security is at US Bank Stadium where players have been <laughs> Yeah, but here's the, you don't want to do it there just in case you do get banned. I would I would yeah, definitely I, I would definitely plan it somewhere else. Yeah, well, dude, and you know a lot of those guys. It's not like it's a guy at the door. A lot of those are like lanyards. So you beep. And yeah. Then, yeah. And, then, and then a gate opens for that very reason. They don't they don't trust because. Because how is someone who works security supposed to know what all some hundred players on the point. team? Yeah. look like yeah. well i saw i literally I saw say, a yeah. video of joey Votto in baseball i think it was a few weeks ago he they didn't let him into the stadium until a fan came i was like yo that's joey Votto. let him in and they <laughs> yeah. let him in but we'll see some security like when i had to work uh some gopher baseball games at u.s bank stadium and le- security is maybe more tight for during football games but you'd walk yeah. in the area kind of where the players would go into and then and then where media would walk into like it's the same area and the security guy just would all you would do is just make sure you barely looked at your credentials you would just make sure that you have you everything in your pocket expect a lot of people to do that yeah you just make sure <laughs> things are out of your pocket and that's it and and i could probably walk in there with a suit and tie hey what's good good morning god bless, god bless. good morning oh good morning Jesus Kirk. loves you this morning oh dude that'd be so weird okay so you know like have you ever been to like the target self-checkout and some stores will have a sign by the self-checkout that says like alcohol cannot be purchased at self-checkout every time i see one of those i'm like somebody is the reason that this sign is here somebody <laughs> tried to sneak alcohol through this who was under 21 you're going to be the reason that some new rule is created for stadiums as far as, you know, impersonating athletes goes and all of that stuff. So that's, that's what's in your future. If Man, we go through with this plan headline, like new rule implemented at security <laughs> checkpoints for NFL due to Kirk cousins impersonating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so uh, weird. This is a picture of Jake's mugshot. <laughs> oh, just, just drunk as shit. Smiling. 
Oh man, because that's what I'd be. Okay. Oh man, it's. Oh, you wouldn't well, be drunk as shit. You'd be. You'd be a little drunk. I'd be a little drunk. Yeah. yeah. I'm always just a little drunk. Right. It's never fully drunk. <laughs> no. That's the way it goes. Right. Coach Hawk. But do you guys have any other questions? Well, I guess uh, to to wrap it up, I guess who's going to win the cup? Is it Lightning three peating? Gross. Please no. Gross. Gross. I don't want to three peat bad for hockey. Yeah, Nico's term. No, I like. One. I like the Lightning. Okay, at first I was anti three peat. Now I'm not as against it. Like I just, I'm somebody who like I like seeing new teams win things or teams who have a while because as a fan of Minnesota sports, I'm always rooting for the underdog. So for a while I was like, you know, I don't really want the lightning to go win it again. Um, but at the same time, it is kind of cool in its own right that like, it is so hard to win back to back in sports that like when a team does do it, it's like, that's pretty cool that like you were that good for that long. I will say, I think the abs are the overall better team. I think they have more talent top to bottom. Um, but the bolts obviously have the better goaltender and more recent success as far as the Stanley cup goes and, and playoff runs. So I think they get the nod as far as experience goes, as far as of late, they've got arguably the best goaltender in the NHL right now. Um, I think it'll be a really good battle. I think it's going to be a lot closer than, than maybe some people might think the abs have really blown through their competition, but I will say, I don't want to take anything away from them, but this is going to be the first time they're going to be facing a goalie as good as Vasilevsky. They've gotten some cupcake goaltenders in the playoffs, so I'm interested to see how they handle a really good goaltender up against them. So I think it's honestly a coin flip, and I think it's going to be a long series. Um, Abs are well-rested is the other thing. They got a little bit of extra rest, which at this point in the season can really make a big difference when you've been playing as, as long as these teams have now as we're approaching the final. So... We'll see. I'm going to say, oh my gosh. Who do you guys pick? You make your picks first and then I'll pick one. I need to know what side you guys are on. Colorado seven games. Is that like what you want to happen? I think that's what I think is going to happen. Avs and six. I'm, I mean, like I, I agree the Avs are the better overall team, but they, I love Andre Vasilevsky. Two years ago, I think we had you on the pod and we were predicting the Stanley Cup when it was in September. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm rolling with Vasilevsky. He won it two years ago. I was rolling with him last year. He won it last year. He's just too good of a netminder. And so I'm going to roll with uh, Lightning, and they're going to win it in six. Don't you think them Ooh. them get going so deep in the playoffs so many years in a row? Like, don't you think that that team has to just be exhausted? At least a lot of guys on that team. Yeah, but I that I thought I thought that too. But that's why I thought they were going to lose maybe in the first second round. But being that they got this deep again, like I mean, they're and I like I I am not a big fan of of, of teams winning you know back to back to back. But I feel like it's so hard in the NHL. Gotta respect that. Yeah, that. Yeah, I'd like to see that happen once. It happens a lot in the NBA and you know, MLB it doesn't happen as much, but like NHL it'd be crazy. I think I said the same thing about the Bolts, uh, real quick, just to yeah. um agree with what you said. In one of the recent podcast episodes, I said if they were gonna get bounced in the playoffs, it had to happen in the first round. Now, because they've got the recent experience of winning these Stanley Cups, it's like now they're rocking and rolling and it's it seems like it's going to be a lot harder to prevent them from winning a third cup at this point. Um, and the Leafs had a chance to do that and they just, they weren't able to win it in seven um, shocking. And uh, so now the bolts are in the Stanley cup final. So I really think it could go either way. Is Kadri healthy? Not easy. Yeah. So he can be out no. the whole thing. I don't know the whole series, but I think there was a chance he could play in the final, but I don't know at what point. So I think it just depends on how long the series goes. I, cause I, at least when he first got injured, the like reports right after were that there was a chance he could play 
but it wouldn't be until the final if the abs got to that point. Obviously, now they have. So I'm not sure. And I know Braden Point is probable for game one for the Bolts. So, I mean, that's the thing. The guys are banged up at this point. So it's like it depends on how healthy these rosters can stay um, through another series here. But I think that uh, if the Bolts are going to win, it's going to be in seven games. Otherwise, I think the abs could do it in six. So uh, we'll see. You would see uh, two former wild guys, though, get a cup. I yeah, guess that'd be a, I guess that's a connection to it. Yeah, but they're that, a division rival. Yeah, no, don't yeah. want them to win. I wanted Bruno to win. Yeah, Bruno. that was disappointing. I was Bruno. so sad that was, about that. That was the worst performance by any team. Come on, players. man. <laughs> the President's Cup curse yeah. continues. It does. Literally, like yeah. I mentioned, I think only one team in, since 2000 that has won the President's Cup that's, has actually won the Cup. Yeah. And it was Chicago. That is insane. Fuck them. Yeah. yeah. I think the same thing does translate, though, to other sports sometimes. I mean, look at like the Yankees and Dodgers the yeah. last few years. I think it's a lot. I feel like it happens more often than other sports, though. Like yeah. uh, like the NFL, the best team is that, you know, is the best team in the league. A regular season wins it more often than like the NHL, mm-hmm. but like basketball, it's, still, it's normally like the reg- yeah. best regular season team yeah. wins it all normally. Uh, except for the Suns. The Suns were the number one team this year yeah. and they had a similar year. They did. The NBA has been See, a little less, a un- little less predictable. And it's interesting to me because like, I always attributed the fact that it's hard to win consecutively in the NHL is because the postseason is so long. The NBA is the exact same way though. And they see a lot of repeat champions. And to your point, not as many upsets. A lot of times the top seed will go all the way to the final or the teams who have the best players, LeBron Curry, you know, all these guys, but in the NFL, it's like, it's so much harder. I feel like, because you literally can have a super good team, have one bad game and they're done. You don't get a second, third or fourth chance. So mm-hmm. It I that was one thing when I was younger I hated football and partly for that reason because I'm like that's so lame like you know you have one bad game in the postseason after maybe winning ninety percent of your games in the regular season and you're done um, but it kind of ups the ante right you got to be your best all the time mm-hmm. if you want to win in the NFL you get a little bit more leeway in you know sports like the NBA MLB NHL because there's more games to work with in the postseason got to get football footballs in deep and football needs to have <laughs> yeah. a, just a series I don't care about how hard it is on everybody just a I was game- gonna say they would. Not- not get past the first round if they had to play it, a series in, in the it NFL. W- it would almost be like hockey. They'd have to like have drives and shifts. Like they'd have to have like <laughs> team one out there, team two for the second drive. You'd need hashtag depth. There would be more depth. hashtag depth. There would be more depth involved. They'd eventually have to start going to the XFL to grab more players. Yeah, and then the eventually round. Alabama with the NIL yeah. deal, they might mm-hmm. be able to get away with yeah, that. No, yeah, no, definitely utilize that. Yeah, sweet. But uh, Alexis, this has been a blast as always. Uh, before you go. As you know, you got to do the rapid fire. We've switched up some questions since then, right. um, and I just need to pull them up. But, yeah, the rapid fire, for those of you who don't know what it is, it's just we're going to ask Alexis 10 questions, and she's going to answer them as fast as she can. So the first one, uh, you're on a deserted island. You can only listen to one song the rest of your time on the island. What is it? Easy. Yeah, by Usher. That's my jam. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. Yeah, you mm-hmm. get all the crabs dancing to it too. Sea fish, <laughs> crab people. Did we, yeah. That come out when we were in like third grade. Like it was yeah, like long time ago. Four maybe. Or yeah, something like wow. That. Yeah, it's a two thousand five. I remember just elementary school like dances we dance. Yeah. <laughs> that and like early you Rihanna. Just jump up and down. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Sure. That's what they still do at clubs. So. I is. <laughs> That's all good. Uh, you versus Jesse in a game of knee hockey. Who would win? Oh. That's tough because both Jesse and I are super competitive, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say me just because um, I think I could take her down. All right, 
I was going to say, you got to wear the right protective gear for that because we made the mistake of that at our uh, oh company God. Christmas party. And Did you ev- lose a finger or what? Just a lot Almost. of scraped up knees. Yeah. Just yeah. a lot of blood on blood the carpet. On the, there was blood uh, on yeah. the carpet. Damaged cabinet. We, yeah. just, we, we weren't quite prepared. Oh, that's right. Cabinet gate. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I fell right through that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Zane, Zane got checked into a cabinet. Yeah, and you, you were just sitting there for like 10 seconds at one point like, <laughs> I was dude, in shock, dude. I know, like, you went right through it. We're like, well, I guess I can't be surprised. I mean, we're running around here, like, at midnight down in the basement having drink a bit. Right. A little right. drunk. Just a little drunk. Right. Um, all right, third question. Three words to describe Connor McDavid. Oh. Uh, fast as fuck. Okay. I'm glad nice. you didn't take it through another. Both on another... and off ice. Or do oh, I have oh, to yeah. do three adjectives? <laughs> um, no, 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 no. We'll stick to that. I was just going to okay. say with recent news, I'm surprised you didn't take that a different direction. But oh, uh, yeah. yeah. That could <laughs> apply off ice. He was pretty fast. He was pretty fast there as well woman. out of the bar. Um, name a first world problem bugging you at the moment. Bugging me at the moment? My garage door. I was going to say, say. That's perfect. <laughs> perfect timing. I can't get food. My garage door won't open. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Wi-Fi's down. What am I going to do with my life now? Shit. Uh, if you had a, a walkout song in anything, what would it be? Yeah, by Usher. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nope. Can't do that. No, I'm just joking. Um, what's your favorite food? Pizza. Pizza. I, I knew that one. What's too. your favorite yeah. type of pizza? Pepperoni okay. or so if I'm, I'm I'm a big frozen pizza person, so if I'm doing a frozen pizza, I just do straight cheese. Okay. If I'm ordering out, um, my go-to like ordering out pizza is Domino's, um, mushrooms, onions, and green peppers. Okay. What's yes, your- I get roasted for that all the time. You don't have to pretend like it sounds. <laughs> oh, mushrooms are amazing. No, yeah. mushrooms are disgusting. Uh, and shrooms. You don't like mushrooms? <laughs> I hate mushrooms. Oh, dude, mushrooms. I mean, listen to the psychedelic mm. type. Joe Rogan doesn't <laughs> like you then. Oh, well, well no. Oh. I was going to say, what's the what's the go-to frozen pizza brand? Uh, Tombstone, if you've ever heard okay. of that. Yep. That's my go-to. I also have, like, crippling OCD, so I've been eating the same frozen pizza for, like, 20 years of my life. So I will not buy any other frozen pizza. Veggies is the best. Jax is good. I like Jax a lot. Jax is good. Right. Jax is too thin of a crust for me. I don't really like like super thin crust pizza. Jax is a little borderline thin for me. So pass. Hedgies or Higgies. Hedgies. It's Hedgies. Yeah, right. There's it's no, Hedgies. No D, You're saying with all the it's shady hedgies. pizzas, they, they, they heat up in like northern Minnesota bars. No, but they have them now. And, but dude, those northern Minnesota bars, man, they do. They, they make them really it's like, good. It's like, do you guys got food here? Yeah, it's those. And then it's like four different types of Doritos. Oh, yeah. Some yes. beef, jerky, okay, well, nuts. Yeah, hedges. We'll count it. Uh, finish the sentence. Machine Gun Kelly is blank. Great when he sings with G. Um, Black Bear. True. True. Is it true and that Black Bear is my favorite musician, and they make a lot of music. They made a lot of music together recently. So yeah, they've always collabed well. Um, is yeah. it true that MGK is going away from pop punk now? Someone told me that. I saw he, he was rapping recently. He's going back to rap. Oh, okay. I did not know this. I'm not oh. uh, an avid follower of the MGK, though. So yeah. Weren't him and Megan Fox like on the rocks, too? Or are they Have they resolved their issues? I thought oh. there was like, they weren't doing well for a hot minute. They're still drinking just... each other. I was going to say, it. maybe it has to do with that. I'm not 100% sure on how that works, but... <laughs> Everybody was focused with uh, the Kim K and Pete Davidson. I was going to say, they probably got overshadowed, so they had to get back in the news. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point. I love when MGK proposed to uh, Megan Fox, and he was wearing, like, what looked like a referee shirt. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I I remember I made the meme of, like, Packer fans, like, when they proposed to (laughs) Packer jersey. That was a good bit. Got got attacked for that one, but it's all good. Um, Would you rather always get the wrong coffee or just never get coffee at all? Wrong coffee for sure, because I'll drink any kind of coffee and I need it to survive. So I was gonna say, if you're like me and you have a caffeine addiction, it 
Yeah. It doesn't matter. It could taste Coffee. like anything, and I'm, I'm going to drink yeah. it. Uh, what's your least favorite sport? To watch? Sure. How how deep are we going as far as what we deem as relevant sports? Let's go with you, the major ones. Because obviously you can, you can or, answer or like... niche. Yeah, but then an Just ant- do you. Just do yeah, you. Yeah. Whatever what, you yeah, think. yeah, what comes to mind when you're like, ugh. Uh, four major sports, probably baseball is my least favorite. That's fair. That's why we do No shade snakes. to baseball. I just watch it the least out of the four, so... It's like and there's so many damn games I can't keep up with that yeah, shit. That's the issue. I, don't, I think it's very hard to beat like just the atmosphere though of like a summer baseball game mm-hmm. being at the game. But yeah, I agree. Watching it on TV is some of the most boring shit until it's like playoffs. I, going to a nice warm baseball game, especially Target Field, is such a great venue. Like that is unmatched. Like that's that's a great time. But yeah, watching it on TV can be. I mean, a the games are long. B, there's so many games, it's hard to keep up with everything. And C, it's like, I don't know, I need an off-season of sports, and summer is my off-season, so I don't really want to watch more sports. So, yeah, probably baseball. Man, I wish Cam was here, our producer. Know, He'd yeah. be in the corner, Just like, shaking. All right, but Why? here's a counterpoint with it. Like, baseball, there's a lot more sports, and, like, there's a lot more moments that you can look at, and a lot more players, and with statistics. But, okay, Cam, calm Cam's yeah. a big baseball guy. He yeah. gets real. Hey. We, we purposely do, or we purposely, purposely say bad baseball takes he's, just for his reaction. He's in three, like, fantasy baseball leagues. Yeah. I don't dislike it. Just if there was one sport, if you, like, were like, okay, there's one sport you can't watch for the rest of the week between the four major sports. I'd be like, easy baseball. I'll watch the other three. What so, are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's exactly what his reaction would be. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Uh, final question. Big one. Are there more doors or wheels on Earth? Um, Got to be doors. That's what I'm thinking. I'm looking at just a lot of doors in here. But there are four wheels to a car and et cetera on trucks. How many, how many wheels are just right there on that chair? There's like oh, six, yeah, way more than doors. Thinking of those kind of wheels. Yeah, that's a good nope. point. And can't, also, can't I also back. like do do cabinet cupboards. Those are doors. I was doors. Right? Like, Great question. Like car doors? Do car doors? Come? Yeah, yeah. Those See, are the, there's four. Because uh, yeah. then easy automatically oh, it's more doors because there's <laughs> two or four doors to every spare car. tires. What though? about yeah. what about those banks that have massive like safety deposit box rooms? Oh, like, those yeah, are all yeah. doors. Mm-hmm. Where do we draw the line at? What's a door? That's the important question. I don't know. Someone needs to go out and do like research and survey this. Like, we need census. to dump billions of dollars into this. <laughs> yes. And someone do. needs to count all of it. Like Dormal. every household, just like they do the census. If we, can, if we can figure out how many people are on planet Earth, we can figure out how many doors are on planet yeah, Earth. Come on. We live yeah, in 2022. Easy. Yeah. But uh, that was it, Alexis. That was rapid fire as always. Questions. Any yeah. final thoughts from you? Final thoughts for me? No, I'm just glad we made this happen since my garage door was trying to prevent me from having a good time tonight. So couldn't make it out to uh, the studio. Have yet to see it in person because, well, Jack and I had plans to play outdoor hockey and it was literally like blisteringly cold, like all three times we were gonna. So that never happened. And then we had to reschedule last week. And then this week, my garage door won't open. So at some point, I'm going to make it out to the studio and we're gonna have some fun together um but today it wasn't that day so that's my final thought is uh please whoever needs to fix my garage door please fix it thank you garage toys suck and also listen to the bar down beauties listen to alexis follow alexis yeah would be a shame to not plug my own podcast yeah new episodes every monday even through the off season uh like i mentioned earlier we got alex stalock on in this most recent episode so go check that out he's a gem a minnesota um kid himself so we love hashtag one of us Absolutely. One of us. One of us. One of us. Right. Whenever I hear that, I got to chant that. It's a good bit. <laughs> All right. Well, Alexis, this has been a blast. Thank you so much, folks. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. That interview with Alexis Pearson was brought to you by Vivid Seats. Just the interview? 
Yeah. Okay. A interview, that interchangeable <laughs> just that, segment. Just that part. Uh, are you like us and enjoy live sporting events, shows, comedy, play, whatever? Uh, well, just get yourself a ticket through Vivid Seats. If you don't know what Vivid Seats is, they are a ticket dealer that uh, kind of like an exchange, right? So people sell tickets on there. You can buy them. And if you're actually going to buy them on Vivid Seats and you're a new customer and you want to spend over 200 bucks, use promo code 10K at checkout to get a free 20 bucks off. That's going to take off some of those fees that you see. No more fees with the first purchase. No more fees. Or, yeah, no more fees. Or... If you aren't spending $200 or you aren't a new user, then you can just go to the link in the episode bio. And that helps support us, helps support the brand so that we can bring you more shitty sports takes, chicken finger helmet content. Yes. Like yes. Sexy. So, or more Buxton Bomco-esque shirts. Right, man. The twins are hot. This is this is the time to buy tickets. They're hitting home runs. It's gorgeous out. Uh, Target Field is, is a dream come true. So once again, go to vividseats.com. If you're a new customer and you spend over $200 on your first purchase, get $20 off with promo code 10K or click the link in the episode when you're buying tickets through Vivid Seats. Also, uh, the account rep at Vivid Seats told me that, I don't know if you guys knew this, on your 11th purchase through Vivid Seats, you get the tickets for free. Oh, wow. Really? Or, or you at least get a credit that's worth the average amount you spend. So there's a little bit of a Shit. loyalty incentive there. If you're a big that's... vivid seats guy, like we are, well, yeah. I think I'm, cl- I'm probably coming up on 11 here pretty soon. It's going to be pretty close. Yeah. I mean, it, that's unreal. Cause I just stub up or any of those others doing Never that. Never heard no. of it. No. So no, we're happy. We like vivid seats. Check them out. All right, let's get into the final segment. We got two truths and a lie with news headlines. Uh, it's a pretty simple game. I'm going to read off three headlines Journalist Jake and Wags are going to determine which of the three headlines is false. You guys ready? Yes, Always. sir. You guys have been beating me like every week. So yeah. Someone no. beats me. So. I know. I remember last time we played this. JJ got it. I didn't. But okay. We but, did the bit, though, because producer Cam was here. We all chose like a separate one. And, yeah. Uh, so you did a pretty solid job so, last time. Yeah. The numbers conked me over there. But there's only two of you. I'm confident that one of you, even if you spread it out, won't get it. Oh, all right. Okay. Keep in mind, I've not read any of these articles yet because we tried that whole thing. It didn't work. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah. All right. The first one, mysterious hard object inside of catfish turns out to be sex toy. Interesting. <laughs> that definitely is a strange headline, but it's it's so strange. It might just be true. I mean, maybe someone wanted to engage in bestiality, but we're trying it out with something first. They were trying with. Let's just say with the jellyfish, maybe there's a little more stimulation. Catfish. Okay. A catfish. I don't know where that. I saw where you were going with well, that. Well, a catfish do have... Uh, Jake, I think you're referring to what's commonly known as a vibrator. Well, because they have but the electricity. And, the electricity. Uh, yeah. but, but technically, catfish do have stingers, but not in the same way. Okay. They're like sharp. Right. Point I like call them whiskers. Whiskers. Well, they're, no, not they're those. A disgusting oh, creature. Those don't, oh. Uh, growing up, I actually thought those fucking stung you electrically, like or like like, like an electric eel eels. Or, yeah. But no, like I was petrified because like my dad's like they have stingers. I'm like, oh, it's it's the whiskers. But no, they have like on their fins. They're like like literally sharp ass toothpicks. Dude, I went to my buddy's cabin in Wisconsin growing up, and they had they called them catfish holes, where like like certain parts like right next to their dock would go like. 15 feet but all the other water around them would be like seven feet so like holes yeah. so it'd be giant so what they would do is they put a shit ton of sinkers on and throw just a large chunk of hot dog on and you'd catch the biggest catfish you'd ever fucking seen it blew my mind a terrifying it. concept a catfish hole but yes, like right so like phone i know you you haven't read it but i'm i'm curious like the context around like Oh, I think How everyone's was... curious on the context here. Well, There's like a sex was toy it, was that it... ended up in a in an yeah, animal. Yeah, to cut it open, right? Was like... it like yeah, was it uh 
you know, I come to think of it, I think I might have actually seen this story. I think it might be. Did you see it on the hub legit. or where did you? No, be, I think I might have saw this online somewhere. You should be keeping this to Sounds yourself because so I wouldn't know that it would be real. Come on, we're playing. Yeah, but I thought we're head. a team. Okay, oh, we can okay. be. No, we'll be a team here. I like that more. Okay, camaraderie. Camaraderie. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we have event one. Okay. Okay. Number two. Uh, number two, a Tennessee couple finds a stray dog cuddled next to them in bed. Aw, just, just want a little pet. It's the South. They just probably have their doors wide open because it's one of those towns where we trust everybody. Not one crime happens Dude, I was in, When I was in Nashville, there was a straight-up woman behind like the counter when you order something. And her response was like, yeah, can I get blah, blah, blah with that? She was like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was like, what? what? <laughs> no, dude. I mean, you, in, you know how like in like rural areas of Minnesota, they're like, oh, in this town, you know, we keep our doors unlocked. People in the South clearly just don't use doors. <laughs> yeah. Because a stray dog so just like, ended totally up. In their house. Well, see, I think if you live in the South, you want you're encouraging people to try to come into your house. So you can shoot them. <laughs> like, I well, actually, that's a good point. Yeah, they like doing that. All right. So, oh, gosh, okay, we need to hear the third one. I think that'll help yeah, us with the, round everything out. Uh, uh, Wendy's manager in Nebraska peed and milkshake mix. In Nebraska, that makes sense. I mean, peed and milkshake mix. So to repeat quick, we have mysterious hard object found inside of catfish. Turns out to be sex toy. Tennessee couple finds stray dog cuddled next to them in bed, and Wendy's manager in Nebraska peed in milkshake mix. Well, I hope, I hope like the fake one isn't like you changed like a word in it, where it's like stray cat in a bed or something like that. Like, isn't that just it's same thing? But I'd say this is probably uh, the toughest one to date. Yeah, this is pretty good. I had to make them tough because you guys kept guessing. I know. Ah, man. So you got the yeah first one, the catfish. I think I might have seen that's that. That's realistic. I think uh, that's realistic. For whatever reason, I could see that happening. Um, okay, so my my thought here is I'll probably go with number two because it just doesn't, like, yeah, it happens, but, like, if I woke up and there's a stray dog, I probably wouldn't be, like, calling the news and shit. Like, I don't know. Like, the other stuff seems like it'd be newsworthy. Uh, I'm not sure yeah, about right. well, so, so that's why I'm going to go with the stray dog one is mine that I think is fake. Yeah, and then peeing in a milkshake, I mean, that's... Gonna... I can understand why that's newsworthy if he got caught. Like, people be like, what the... F-? No, fuck Wendy's, you know? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I could see that happening at a Wendy's in Nebraska. That's very realistic, I should say. Um, I could run through I could run through every story and stare at Jack and see if his facial uh, recognitions change. <laughs> no, that's like a, a, a psych thing. We would do that a lot, though, like when... When you like allegedly read into him, yeah, we'd ask a lot of questions. That's how yeah. that's how it was so easy at the beginning because we just pry into him, and he'd have no choice to like reveal. Well, yeah, the then one. eventually I'd have to make stuff up on the fly. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's how we'd catch you because you'd be like, "Hold on, that doesn't make sense." That doesn't make right. sense with the headline, and you're like, "Hey, I ju- I just read the first couple sentences, and you're like it's that one." <laughs> yeah, and you're like, "Damn yeah, it, yeah. fuck I'm you not, guys!" I'm not a good liar. I'm actually the worst liar you'll ever meet. So. Um, uh. I mean, yeah, I mean, that seems like the one I'm just thinking it could be like, that's the obvious one, so therefore it could be another one. I'm just thinking the other ones are newsworthy. I guess if I had to say, I mean, I'd probably have to go with number two is 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 false. And you're going with number two as well, Zane? Yes, sir. The false one is number three. Oh, see, I knew it was one of those two, man. That's, uh, so, wow. Jake... At first, said I hope this wasn't one of those ones where you changed a word. Yeah, I changed two words. Oh, okay. so the first one I don't was, tell me it was like McDonald's and no, fries. No, it was it was an Arby's, but it was in Washington State. 
And see, I saw, I saw, like oh. that was on Twitter on the trending page too. I saw that, so that's see, because every time I, I try to make it. them up, they're way too outrageous, and you guys guess them. Yeah, True. I know, but we have got us a couple times so, on those. So let's quickly read into the catfish story. Okay, um, you should have seen the one that got away. When- <laughs> <laughs> wow. Shout out to Huff Post for these. When Richard Kisar of Shelbyville, Indiana, classic, took his friend John Hoop fishing on the Ohio River last week, the goal was for Hoop to land his first blue catfish. Well, he did. But this fish came with a secret toy surprise. A sex toy, in specific. Warning, the photo below is not safe for work. Thanks for the headline. Uh, We noticed when we got it in the boat that its stomach was huge. At first, he assumed it was because of the eggs or maybe the wildlife the fish had eaten. It's common to find another fish, sometimes even turtles, muskrats, and other animals in the fish. It wasn't until he later realized that day that actually pressed down on the catfish's abandoned or abdomen and felt two hard objects he knew couldn't be eggs. When they returned to uh, Kisar's home and cut the fish open, they discovered what was bulking from its tummy, a foam ball, part of another fish, and, oh, a fairly large-sized dildo. Or as Kisar referred to it, the other object. So there you can see it's a big cock. Yeah, oh my so God. I think I saw that. That's insane. Yep. That's meaty. How? That's a big Someone fat was dildo. trying to, okay. Um, I'm going to see, I'm going to keep reading. It's basically just them being like, uh, uh, no idea. So I, there, someone had gonna... to drop that and had to just be bottom feeding, right? Yeah, but who's bringing that out on a boat? People get creative. On lake? I mean, who wouldn't want to fuck Strange, on a Strange, man. Yeah, there's Weird. no other context. Yeah. It was basically just like his wife covered his daughter's eyes, and that was that was about it. But uh, <laughs> don't look at the toy. So there you go. Um, the second story was the stray dog in bed. Um, so, by the way, too, another one I was going to do was Rhode Island. You guys know the movie The Conjuring? Yes. The actual home where that was fil- or uh, where that was um, based on mm-hmm. just sold for one point five million dollars. To some crew, like crew, like ghost busting junkies. Honestly, really? that's a that's a good investment because you could just sell fucking tours around there, mm-hmm. make right. a lot yeah. of money. You make right. your money so back. Right. Right. This, this is where it happened. Uh, the stray dog one. Where is that one? I'm trying to find it. Here it is. Uh, who's this dog, Jimmy Johnson? Of South Southern. Name. Well, of course, Jimmy, Jimmy, Johnson Jimmy Johnson asked his wife. <laughs> uh, the Johnsons have three large hounds who usually share their king size bed with them, but this time a. Uh, mystery dog was sprawled across the mattress. Once they realized the dog was no threat, the couple snapped photos and posted them on Facebook to find the owners. This is the weirdest post I've ever made, Julie Johnson wrote. Is it your dog? According to Pupdate, posted by Julie, uh, good one, instead of update, the dog, whose name is Nala, slipped away from her owners while on a walk just ahead in a thunderstorm. Apparently, Nala squeezed through the loose door of the Johnson's home to find somewhere safe and warm to wait out the storm. The Johnson's dog didn't even raise a fuss when she hopped into their bed. So there's already other dogs in the bed, but like they woke up and they're like, oh, there's a there's a fourth dog in the bed. That's funny. The dogs are just like, they don't even make a scene. They're like, oh, okay, another this buddy here. Okay. This is probably why you shouldn't sleep with four dogs because mm-hmm. a fifth one could slip in there and you'd have to actually wake up and count. And you wouldn't even it. know. Well, you know what happens know. if you sleep with dogs? You get fleas. You yeah. do. And uh, basically... Here's another one. Florida man arrested repeatedly after asking 911 to arrest Joe Biden. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, Joe Byron. Yeah, I heard this. Uh, I heard like this theory that Florida is not actually as crazy as the rest of the world, but they're they have like a lot more public laws, like where, where if you get in trouble for something, it needs to be posted publicly where other states don't have that. And because of those privacy laws being so loose there, um, that's why there's so much information about these crazy crimes getting committed. Because I was going to say, like, I thought I read somewhere where like Florida is actually one of the better states to live in. 
in the country. Yeah, in terms I mean, of like crime, economically yeah, and everything. Crime yeah, it's bad terrible. areas, just like it's any just, other state. Exactly. Yeah. I just think a lot of it. I just think being in the warmth and stuff. There's just a lot more people outside, and that shit can happen. But it's probably not as bad as the a Florida man trend states. I'll but st- I'll still never forget the Florida guy who was blackout drunk and walked into the gas station with an alligator in his hand and tried to check out beer. They like immediately kicked him out and he like just walked out with it and he had no recollection the next day. Oh my God. Couldn't find it, was completely uninjured. Had no clue. <laughs> Not, no damage to his truck or anything. This motherfucker just picked up an alligator who just didn't care and just carried him around. When uh, Jake, Jack, Johansson and I were golfing last Friday, uh, we followed that MN crime update account. Oh yeah, and uh, Yeah, they posted an update while we were golfing that it's like alligator just spotted in prior and I remember yeah. a few years ago, like there was another a baby uh, alli- one. There was a baby one found dead there, but this one was alive. And it was was it a baby? One there was no. There was no. Was it Crystal Lake or Prior Lake? I think it was Crystal Lake. Yeah, Crystal, yes, Crystal Lake. 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 Jesus yes. Christ! Are people putting these things in the? You, they lakes? have to be because they're not naturally from here. No, 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 no. They'd people... be dead as soon as winter hits. They no, die. Exactly. Yeah, what the fuck? That'd it's, be crazy. It's fucked up shit. That'd be really fucked up if they. You know the guy like... doing that? Tell him to stop. Natural <laughs> yeah, population. Tell him no. Well, I was thinking of a Florida man. I, I looked it up quick, but I remember a story that was just insane that I saw. But it was the headline just reads: "Florida man turns himself in for murdering imaginary friend." <laughs> oh, yeah. I just, I've seen that's like a really popular one. Oh, that's it's just insane, yeah, it's, or that's really druggy. But here's yeah. I feel like. Uh, you can't tell me, especially like some small town Minnesota, North Dakota, and South Dakota, they're like methvilles, right? You got to mm. think a lot of crazy shits going on there that we're just not hearing about. Yeah. Well, apparently the story was maybe false, <laughs> but apparently the sheriffs did enter something regarding this. So I don't know. I feel like it's Florida. It can't happen. Well, what would you do in that situation? You're a police officer and you're getting a call that someone's reporting that they murdered their imaginary friend. You probably have to say like a mental check at the mm-hmm. very least at the person's house. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's this is this 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 happened. I think this is yeah. There's All some right. articles. I like this segment. It's fun. It to is a good in, segment. Yeah. We got it. We got to get into these weird news stories, but you got to do it like once every few months. Or it gets stale. Yeah, yeah, because it's, exactly. it's tough to find enough weird news. But there's plenty. I mean, like you think about when the whole Florida man thing. You could do the same thing for Minneapolis, man. Mm-hmm. Remember that dude who was just walking man. around uptown just naked? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's been some, and then we saw like in St. Paul, like a guy's taking a shit on the side of the road. Like, yep. I mean, I mean, it's. Yeah, every state. You guys remember when we uh, when we started characters when we started this podcast? Um, we had like two signature se- segments. We had like obviously bit of the week, which we still do, but every single week we'd also do wacky news stories. Like oh, yeah. that was like a, the first like few episodes. We always included that. It's kind it of funny that we got away from it. Wacky yeah. news. It was a great segment, but uh, that was another episode of It's a Bit, folks. Make sure to tune in to the radio edition of the show. It's a bet sports betting show. Sundays at K Fan. Uh, sometimes 1, 1 p.m., sometimes 11, but you can usually count to hear it your Sunday afternoon. Uh, also go to 10ktakesmn.com to read some of our blogs. Visit the shop. The Bomber Buxton shirts are are live for another two weeks. And also we got stickers. We got stickers. What's on your face, Timmy? A sticker. Uh-huh. A you kids want a, a sticker? A oh, pad. yeah. <laughs> Get one for your dad for Father's Day. We can assure Day. you the stickers are not tampons. Correct. Uh, we can? Correct. Yes, we can. Okay. No, we can. Okay. I verified it through science. Also, make sure to listen to some of our other shows and just follow us on socials. 10K takes everywhere. So thanks, guys, for listening to another episode of It's a Bit. We'll see you next time.